participation. Uh, I do want to let you know that today's program is brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. UFC 300 is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, is giving new customers a shot to turn five buccarinos into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any UFC 300 bet. So uh, there's a lot of close fights. Jamal Hill, Alex Pereira is a close one. Um, one that is of interest to me, Kayla Harrison, Holly Holm going the distance. Um, obviously, Zhang Wei Li is a big favorite. The biggest favorite on the card is actually Bo Nickel against Cody Brundage. That may not be a surprise to you. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting things on this card. And the place to be for it all is DraftKings Sportsbook. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Hour. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DMAR. The crown is yours. Gambling Pronco 100 Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resorts in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance, cdkng.com slash MMA.com, yes. Uh, for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Obviously, it's UFC 300 week in Las Vegas. Friday, also in Las Vegas, it's the second PFL event of the season. Had a great start on Thursday. Uh, Dakota Cheva with a solid win. You had Moldovsky on there. You had a bunch of... Uh, former Bellator fighters Liz Carmouche getting a win as well in her PFL debut. And so I want to let you know that the PFL is back on April 12th with the lightweights and light heavyweights throwing it down. Last week it was the women's flyweights and the heavyweights. You've got names like Impa Kasangane, who of course uh, won the 2023 light heavyweight tournament. You also have Clay Collard and Bellator, former champ, one Patricky Pitbull is uh, is going to be on the card against Clay Collard. So if you're in Vegas for 300, go check him out. If you're at home, check him out over on ESPN2 and ESPN+. Uh, Plus. That is Friday, April 12th, live at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It's the Mixed Martial Arts Hour with... The Mixed Martial Arts Hour is back in your life on this Wednesday, November 23, 2022. I mean, just look at this studio, my friends. This is amazing. Look at all these little trinkets. Look at this set design. Look at that custom intro. Look at the custom bug right over. Let's go bottom here. Right. Bottom right. Bottom right. Bang. Look at that. All thanks to our good man, GC. No one better at set design than GC. Quite frankly, I feel like we need to add that to his uh, job description because he's just smashing it. Smashed it on Halloween Day. Here we are, the day before Thanksgiving. Festive time. And yes, do not adjust your clock. We didn't fall back two hours. It is a special start time today. It is 11 a.m. Eastern, one of the earliest shows that we have ever done. And yes, I am wearing this beautiful hoodie. 
And yes, this is the reason why we are starting early, my friends, because the mighty Maple Leafs of Canada are playing in three hours for the first time in 36 years in over 13,000 days. The Canadians are playing in the Men's World Cup. Wow. Never thought I would see the day. It is Canada. It is Belgium. 2 p.m. Eastern. Please stop whatever you're doing. If you are a fan of mine, if you are a supporter of mine, if you are someone who has enjoyed my content, please watch them, support them, cheer them on. And I got to be honest with you guys. I am very nervous right now. This feels like a Bills playoff game to me. I have nerves. I have anxiety. I have anticipation. I have energy. I have that tingly feeling. I've never done a show prior to that. I don't do a Bills pregame show. I don't do a Knicks pregame show. This is very unique for me. I've never witnessed my home country compete in a men's World Cup. I was four years old the last time they were in the World Cup. The only time they were in the World Cup, that was 1986. World Cup fever is sweeping the nation. We just saw Japan take down Germany. We saw Argentina lose to Saudi Arabia yesterday. And this, this feels like an omen. Feels like good times are coming for the Maple Leafs in about three hours' time. So that's why we're going early. We're still giving you the same length, the same... Wednesday, fun, on the nose, all that good stuff. But we had to go early because I couldn't, I mean, how could I justify being on the air while my home country is playing in their first ever World Cup in essentially my lifetime? I was four years old. I don't remember 1986. They didn't score a goal. I'm expecting much greater things this time around. And uh, I'm going to rely on on those guys, you know, behind this wall in the control room because I am nervous. I am all over the place my mind is racing, my heart is racing, the adrenaline is pumping. Um, and right after the game, we are, or excuse me, the show, we're going to be watching the game in this studio. Beautiful set design. It's going to be a great time here at MMA Hour HQ. Let me tell you what we are doing on today's program. And of course, we are always brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC and the MMA Hour. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. And please use the code DMAR. Why are you laughing, Frank? It was just a really fun transition into that. For a special offer when you sign up, that's code DMAR only at DraftKings. What's what's so fun? What's I mean it was good. They, we got it. Look, Canada. Da, da, na, 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 na. And I get it. The majority of the people watching this aren't Canadian. You're all probably like, I don't give a fuck. Move on. Talk MMA. I get it. But it's hard. I mean, it's the World Cup. I mean, it's, it's, it's the World Cup. All right. <laughs> um, we're always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Let us be the bride just one time, all right? Uh, what are we doing on today's show? Three in-studio guests. Yes, uh, one major MMA event happening on the calendar this holiday weekend, Thanksgiving here in the United States. If you're celebrating, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. One major event, and it's happening around 25 minutes from here at the Hulu Theater right next to the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. It's the PFL Championship. It's live and exclusively on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. You got all those titles on the line. You got Kayla Harrison back. You got Marla Marais back in the PFL family. Uh, You've got Aspen Ladd making her PFL debut. You've got a lot of million-dollar checks being handed out. You've got Olivier Aubin-Mercier against Stevie Ray. You got a lot. And so uh, it's the... PFL 2022 championship, 12 fights total, and so three in-studio guests, all from that card. First guest will be Marlon Marais, the recently retired and then unretired 
former UFC fighter, now back in the PFL family. I say PFL family because, of course, he was a former WSOF, World Series of Fighting Champion. He was supposed to fight the also recently departed UFC fighter Shane Burgos. Burgos got hurt. It's now Shane and Marais, a rematch of a fight that they had uh, many moons ago. And so now Marlon Marais is back looking to get his career back on track. He has lost his last four fights in a row and, you know, been tough sledding for him, but he's looking to turn back the clock. He beat Shaman Marais back at World Series of Fighting 22, headlined by the great Husimar Palhares against the Twitter justice warrior himself, Jake Shields, good friend of one Elon Musk. Back in August of 2015, I remember that card. It was the uh, same weekend as Ronda Rousey versus Betch Cohea. What a different time that was. And now they're fighting again on the PFL Championship card, prelims, this Friday at Hulu Theater. They will be joined by Brendan Lochnane, who's going up against Bubba Jenkins, probably the... Uh, I guess you could say like the most uh, volatile matchup, if you will. No, no, uh, no love lost between these two guys. Should be interesting. Both guys trying to get that Millie. Looking forward to have Brendan in studio. The pride of Manchester. I wonder if he has some thoughts on Cristiano Ronaldo departing Man United. And then we'll finish things off with Kayla Harrison, who of course is going up against Larissa Pacheco. Third time for her, trying to become a champion once again. She's on fire. We're on fire. The MMA Hour is on fire. We also have to answer your questions on the nose as we do on Wednesday. We've got a ton to get to. No time to waste. Let's go to the Parlay Pals first, my friends, because we got to make our picks for this Thanksgiving weekend. Ah, yes. there. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Are you serious? Uh-oh. You're wearing a fucking Belgium jersey? What the? Good. Unmute his ass. No, mute his ass for life. That Connor, say something. What is it? The turkey hat? The fuck? This is. I actually feel like this is like you spitting in my face right now. What? I'm so fucking hyped. Do they play today? Oh my god! Dude, oh get, man! Here I am showering you with praise. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And you show up and 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 very sneakily did not wear this. What the fuck? Explain yourself. I mean, it, this is just a wardrobe. It just ha- this is a coincidence. I I'm about to. I wear my Romelu Lukaku jersey pretty frequently, and you're not wearing that while we're watching. No. Uh, no, this is, really wasn't a to, this is really just to get at you. Uh, New York Rick, call up Ben the Bane. Uh, GC's <laughs> last day will be today. On Monday, we'll have Ben the Bane in that chair. Someone who... Pre- I, I, I have to say, I'm personally offended by this. If my wife this were here, she intention. would be... This, this was your intention to personally offend me? The man who rescued you from the depths of hell known as ESPN oh, Radio man. Game Night? And this is what you're going to do? Spit in my face? I will remember this. It was kind of funny that he had left his mic on mute. Though. Yeah. There yeah. Is n- By the way, no one... Frank muted me there. Don't, don't get it twisted back here. The no microphone one has, was on and then it became muted. No one has ever... Uh, I mean, this is the most disrespect I've ever... <laughs> I think I he's becoming on. I'm spit on that jersey. Who is it? Who's fucking number nine? Romelu Lukaku. Who the fuck is that? No one cares about I'm sure that you'll guy. You'll be familiarized yeah. with him later. As he's he a piece of that. nothing. Um, oh, all right. Man. Well, what a, what a great start. Yeah. I, I mean, heard this, this is many f bombs this. And here, here I am sitting here, and I'm like, 
oh, I'm going to wear my Canada. Should I wear it, guys? What do you think? You're all like, yeah, you should wear it. (laughs) I'm wearing a hooded, I'm wearing a freaking collared shirt right under here. I'm sweating my ass off here. And you guys make me wear this. And you're wearing that. Aren't you even more glad you wore it? Yeah, you know what? If you feel feel betrayed, know that. I don't feel betrayed. I am betrayed. Every person in this control room was aware of the Roman. We can also turn the air conditioner on if needed. I think Frank actually bought it for him. Um, Why do you even have that? What did you get that from? With the winnings I got from. No, never mind. Listen, I put a bargain basement. Actually, that was the flea market. That was the thing, Frank. Yeah, I put in a big bet on Belgium uh, for Euro 2020. Obviously, didn't work out for me. Uh, That's why I have this. Yeah, I've had this plan. Disrespect. You can see, you can see him dying. On as it. soon oh, as I amazing. found out that Belgium would be playing Canada. You've been planning this show. moment oh, yeah, for like yeah. eight months? I told everyone. Srinivas knew about it. Wow. I feel betrayed by all of you. Yeah. You know, you know who I'm most disappointed in? The one who always looks out for me is Joe. Joe on the side would be like, yo, I just want to give you... Joe was the biggest encourager of it. What? Wow. We actually all met up for breakfast this morning and had this Belgium is, waffles. Uh, oh, fuck Belgium waffles. I spit uh, on your Belgium great, waffles. Great way to start the morning. Uh, this is how insane I am when it comes to my teams. I went to an open house thingy at a middle school last week for my older son, and I'm sitting there wearing a Montreal Expos hat. And the guy, the head of the school, looks at me with a smile, and he's like, oh, Expos, are you a Nationals fan? And I say, no, absolutely not. I'm not a Nationals fan. Now, this is in front of all the parents. And I say, no, I'm not. I hate the Nationals. I despise the Nationals. And he goes, oh, really? I thought you'd follow the team. Weren't you happy when they won the World Series a few years ago? I was like, no, that was one of the worst days of my life as a sports fan. And he's like, well, thanks for the team. Now we're going back and forth in front of all the parents. My wife is like holding on. She's like, can you please stop? This is getting embarrassing. I was like, how's that Juan Soto treating you? You guys miss him? And now it's getting super awkward. I don't give a fuck. I take this shit personally. So right now you have drawn a line in the sand. You are now that guy. You are now the Washington National guy. I'll say this. It matches the getup. Yeah, it goes well with it. But this is a low blow. New York, what do you have to say about this? I mean... I, I can't believe we spent five minutes on this, but I can't move on. Yeah, I feel like you're rattled. I am rattled. I th- and, I, and I think... There is... Mission accomplished. There I haven't is, seen you this upset. There is an since. enemy within us. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. I, I told Rick Are we even going to be able to do Parlay Pals? I don't even know... I, are we is the pals? Par- parlay? Yeah, are we yeah. just doing right. a parlay? All right, I mean, let's get on with it. Ap- apropos on the on the day that we find out that Artem Lobov is suing Conor McGregor. It is apropos. Yeah, wow, wow. No uh, loyalty in this freaking game. All right, let's uh, let's randomize it. I know Frank is real nervous about. <laughs> I'm this. turning my back. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not looking. Can we get him off the screen. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I need this bad mojo. Oh, I hope England wins five nothing. Okay, this works out. Rick first. Okay, Frank second. Ariel third. And once again, I said this before the show. I mean, I am just leading the league in last place. You really are. I'm always going last, but I like my pick for this week. I also like my pick. Yeah. All right, Rick, lead us off, man. Uh, easy pick for me. I guess it's music. Super easy pick. Frankie, are we going to do the music? Thank you. Um, looking at the at the lineup, by the way, obviously we're all picking from PFL Championship. That's that's the event going on this weekend. Uh, I'm going to take Magomed, Magomed Karamov. Wow. That is, that, that, dude's a, that dude's a beast if you've ever seen him fight. That, that uh, that's one of the obviously there's a few on here that I had my eye on but that's that's the one I really want 
Uh, Magomed. Minus 460 for Magomed, Magomillions, as they like to call him. Magomillions, yeah, that's against, right. Against uh, Glyson By you the way- get that nickname by accident. By the way, this is actually great news. I appreciate you doing this because that means they're going to lose because of the curse, because you are a walking curse. So thank so you for So finally someone selfless. brought it up. But yeah, the it jersey- the this entire yeah. time. No, the fuck jersey you, Frank. Hey, okay. Frank, fuck you. All right? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah, Magomed, Magomed Karimov, now minus 550. He, his last two wins are over the two welterweight finalists. That's got to hurt. Yeah. The man. He's buried on the uh, the prelims. All right, yeah, who's next? Fighting for a million dollars. Frankie, up next. So PFL. Yes. MSG, Hulu Theater. We know what you're going with. Go ahead. Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go with Kayla Harris. Oh, we should be excited for each other. I feel like the Paler. Parley Pals has fallen apart. At this yeah, point. well, you you started <laughs> you, it, Frank. You, you started us this morning, yeah. and you're just like, I have to pick first. It has yeah. to be me going first. That is true. Who's next? Uh, so you're going with <laughs> just you? Kayla via like money line, money line, yeah, all right, Kayla money line. We got some ground to make up, boys. We're we're two picks in, and we're at minus three hundred three. Is she seven fifty on? Uh, Man, yes. best fight odds. They haven't been yeah, updated. Dude, especially PFL this week. They have been lacking. Uh, shout out to fightodds.io. Yeah. Wait, what is that? There's another one called oh. fightodds.io. I just looked. I just turned around. I was like, ugh. It's like a jolt <laughs> in my body. Golden <laughs> generation, baby. By the way, Belgian people, they're lovely people, but today we're enemies. I'm sorry. As it should be. Yeah. Um, okay, who's next? That's oh, me. You, buddy. Oh, yes. um, I'm looking at Aspen Lad minus 225, but who knows? Is she going to make yeah. the weight? You know, it's yeah. a bit of a weird one. Um, I'm looking at, um, there was another one that I was looking at. Oh, um, OAM. Minus 360 for OAM. Minus 425. No. Oh, Jesus. What is Dakota Decheva? Minus 425 as well. I'll go with Dakota. All right. You don't like that one? Uh, it's fine. Why? There's there's another one that I like that I was hoping you'd touch on, but that's okay. We, we got we got. Who, Ante? Ante's a good one, but who's the other one? I think, I think Natan Schultz. That's a yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Jeremy Stevens knocks him out. Who knows? When's the last time that's happened? Dakota looked good in her last fight. I mean, she's no, it's it's good. I it was it was more I really like Natan. I really like Natan. That was one of the other ones I was considering. But no, Dakota, we're we're good with Dakota. All right, fine. All right, that brings us to me. I'll I'll finish this off here. I mean, we just mentioned him, Ante Delizia. Yeah, just a few months ago, fought his opponent. Mateus Sheffield. Wait, that, was that even a pick? I thought you were yeah, just like running little, down. I pushed the wrong button. Yeah, yeah, that was a little premature there. I was, I was, I was kind of leading it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Delijah fought Sheffield back in April. Was a minus seven hundred favorite. Knocked him down in the first round. Knocked him out in the second round. Now they are rematching. And currently on DraftKings Sportsbook, he's at minus two eighty five. It's such like a head scratcher that I'm starting to wonder if Vegas knows something that I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know how you go from a. A minus 700, knock the dude out, and then you're only at minus 285 six months later. But I'm going to ride with him because I, I think this is a good matchup for him, and uh, we'll, we'll bring that parlay to plus money. Ante yes. Delizia, minus 285. That brings us to plus 123. Oh, yeah. Look at that. By the way, can someone look into this? Um, like when you go to YouTube.com right now, it doesn't have us as live. And it doesn't have us even on the side like that. There's that that like live thingy flashing. Are we Why just is that? This? Oh, mine says live. We're definitely. Yeah, live. I've got. I've got. No, it says live if you go to our page. But if you just go to YouTube.com and you subscribe to MMA Fighting, it doesn't have us as live right now. 
Does it ha- like if you go to YouTube.com right now? Are, are we on the yeah, front? Says, Joe like, just yeah. showed it. We're, we're good. It it shows us as one of the options. Yeah, and it has like that flashy thing. Yeah, flashy yeah. thing. Yeah. Where I want to see. Show me your bottom. Show right. me your screen. What bottom right? I'm not talking about YouTube.com slash MMA fighting. I'm talking YouTube.com. YouTube.com. The first thing I saw yeah. was the MMA hour and a, and a live. I thing. just typed in MMA hour to the search. This is crazy. Yeah, this is great. This Listen, is great. you're rattled. It's okay. We're, 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 we'll get there. This we'll is one get of there. the worst so, days of my some, life. There, I have I gotta, to say, I now, gotta, that I'm, now that I'm on the channel, shout out to Brandon uh, QFG in the chat. He says, Ariel is not staying for the game after the show. Oh, 100%. I got a. Uh, we already placed our food order. He, he well, I, I thought we were in this together. I thought we were like, you've now you've now seen the real side. If anyone was wondering, people keep talking about like me cussing and whatnot. I cuss a lot. Okay, I've had to, I've had to silence myself for the past ten years or so in order to be like Mister PC. This is the real me. All it took and was you, one Connor jersey. Well, we've been doing it for the last you know few months now because if you feel the wrath of Hiwani, you know. The potty math comes out. I, yeah, I'm not I, gonna lie. I thought it was the turkey me- hat at first. And if you mess, you know, with the red and white, it comes out even stronger. Where On that f- topic, I got a I got a text from a mutual friend of ours. Yes. Who said, "Not me in the car with my kids, seven year old listening to Ariel <laughs> <laughs> drop F off." Blame him. F-off. Blame him. Who Who is it? You don't want to say? I don't want to say on air, but a mutual friend. Oh God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the kids. Listen, if you're looking for someone to blame, you to friend. Here I am, excited. That had some like personal. Only the second time in the history of the program, I'm wearing a hoodie. I'm excited, and my mood has just been shot. I feel like that one has been in the holster for a while. What has the F U to the one? Yeah, the double down. I think I don't even remember saying it. Legit. Everything that happened in the last 18 minutes has been a blur. You Do you even you, remember who you picked? I don't even remember. I don't even yeah. know why I'm here. I wish I was home. <laughs> you know how you don't get in trouble like this? You just wear a black shirt every single day. That's, that's true. That's you just you just don't play. You just don't play the game. All right. Quick update: Spain up on Costa Rica early. Uh, for for GC's picks, go listen to No Bets Barred. Let's answer questions. <laughs> Let's answer questions. I'm being serious. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I was gonna have a little redemption story in my picks here. No. Go listen to No Bets Barred. I feel personally offended. Unbelievable. Um, all right, let's go to the uh, no bets barred. You want you hey, you want to mess with my Canada team? These are the uh, the ramifications. Maybe we'll squeeze it in at the end. But we actually went longer than I wanted to because we only have forty minutes. Hopefully, um, where are the where are the picks? Where are the questions? Which Fly. ones do we want? Comms. Oh, we are doing no. I said go to you go to no. Okay, just go through them. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking! I have you no control. I have no, I, you said you said go to No Bets Bard. Uh, I said I go to the meant, podcast. Okay, go with yeah, you. Meant, I thought you meant I've lost that. control of this Listen, damn I'm show. Not, I'm giving I'm giving no breakdown. Then Marias Marias under two and a half can't trust Marlon Marias's chin, but he can also crack. What happened uh, to No Breakdown? Sadi Busai, Swedish Denzel Washington. <laughs> oh how am I going to bet against them? Rob Wilkinson, uh, just knocking everybody out. There's my breakdown for that. I'm also on the under three and a half. Eighteen fights. I have to blow my nose in that in about four hours. Go ahead. 18 fights. You can wipe the uh, wings on, too. Only been to a decision once. Yes, we'll use it as a, as a towelette. Yeah, yeah, towel. towel. <laughs> Ante Delizia, uh just gave the breakdown there. Uh, Brendan Lognane, uh got a good line on him. He's becoming a, an even wider favorite. Stuff the takedowns. That's how he gets it done. Harrison Pacheco, over one and a half. We've seen him fight eight rounds. Haven't been to a decision. Parlay one, bang. Parlay two, bang. 
And then last but not well, least. Yeah, thanks for all the audio listeners listening to this. Okay, bang. bang. Oh, great. <laughs> Can't wait to, to charge uh, some money on, the, on Bang 1 and Bang 2. Magomed Karimov, Dakota Jacheva, Olivier Aubin-Mercier, Ante Deligia, Kayla Harrison. That is what I meant by Bang. Uh, and then last but not least, a little redemption. Just a little redemption here just because I'm Too little, too late. You. It's the Helwani parlay. I mean, look at this guy. Oh, take the picture pre-show. Canada mm. plus one and a half. Bills minus two and a half. Minus 109. Helwani parlay. I'm writing. That is my bet slip right there on the screen. Mm. I'd say best breakdown I've had so far for the yeah. biggest night in MMA. I feel biggest like that's, that's sweet. That's a nice little touch on the end there. Mm. Come on. Felt a bit like a token touch, if you ask me. Listen, I put my heart in hollow on the Maple Leafs. Well, we so, appreciate that. You know, a nice little Belgium 1-0 win covers the spread and, you know, Belgium. Oh, fuck off with that shit, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll take a draw, by the way, against Belgium, but... Uh, I think a draw is, would be fantastic. A draw would be okay. I mean, we have uh, higher aspirations, but we'll go with that. Um, all right. Now we seriously are a little bit late, so let's go to the uh, the questions here. All right, time now it's for everyone's favorite segment of the week. It is time. A, MMA fans. Ladies and gentlemen, put, put a little bit more under the shoulders there. From the man himself, Ariel there we go. I need to compose myself. Live from the box studios in beautiful New My York man, Lewis, got me all the... the I, I feel like we've and gone now, too far to on the other extreme. Like, we went from 85 camera changes to now none. Just watching you. Yeah. Yes, there I am. All right, Lewis uh, told me, moderator Lewis told me that... Uh, he has some World Cup questions on the back end for me, but to cleanse my soul of the disgusting Benedict Arnold move that we just saw from GC, a man who I have personally, essentially like I've I've lied down, I've laid down on a, on a, on a train track with a train coming through for him throughout the past year and a half, and this is the thanks that I get. As I've often said to his good friend TST, uh, there's no loyalty in this game, and we saw it firsthand, so don't blame me for the potty mouth. Uh, here's some... Pro-Canada questions. Yeah. Ahmad, salam alaikum, Ariel. I was initially thinking about asking an MMA-related question, but today's a special day. Thank you, Ahmad. Thank you for being a good friend. The Green Falcons of my kingdom of Saudi Arabia have conquered title favorites Argentina in a match that will forever be in Saudi's memory. Mazel tov. My question is, how are you liking the World Cup so far, and specifically this match? Much love to you and the team. Probably the biggest upset in the history of the World Cup. I don't think probably. I think it is. Uh, I remember Senegal beating France back in the day when they were defending champions. I think that was 2002. But yeah, that was incredible. Um, now, I think Spain lost their first match back in the day and ended up winning it all. So, you know, all is not lost. We also saw Germany lose today to Japan. It's amazing. And what it is giving me is hope for Canada to pull off the big upset. What are they right now? A plus uh, 450 or something? Plus 550 on the money Plus line. Plus 550, Jesus, no respect. Uh, Claudie Faucon says, I have a general question, non-MMA related, but I'll start with the MMA take. The Belgian Jan Kehagens is a fan of yours and is en route to becoming Cage Warriors featherweight. Featherweight? Yeah, I guess it's featherweight champion. Sunday, he beat the last challenger by flying knee 25 seconds in. Get him on your show, please. We'll see what happens today. Now, my question. Are you more into raw kitchen tissue or soft tissue out of a box to dry up your tears after we smoke you Wednesday in Qatar? What the fuck is going on? Why did I show up today? Oh, man. Let's go, Red Devils. Sincerely yours, Claudie Falcon. Hey, Claudie. 
That's for you. Give me something good. Oh, here's Dominic. Ariel, what's the plan for Canada versus Belgium? Watching with the crew, the family. What's the crew? Hawani household eating for lunch during the game, if anything at all. Cheers to you and the crew. Lewis says, take us home with a promo to end all promo. Here's the thing. We are watching it here. It's going to be myself. It's going to be Frank. It's going to be Joe. It's going to be Andy. It's probably not going to be New York Rick. He has his daughter's birthday. Happy birthday to his beautiful daughter. So he has a good excuse. GC has now been excluded from the plans. I'm sorry to tell to tell you all. We're going to be sitting here in the studio. We're going to be putting the game on the screen. It's going to be an incredible time. And my kids don't know that I'm watching it. They don't know that I changed the time of the show. And then I'm going to go home and I'm going to rewatch the game with them pretending like I don't know the score and we're going to relive the moment all over again. I got to be honest That's with you guys. That's very special. I am so excited for this. I grew up, you know, I was always, you know, soccer is a big part of my my uh, childhood because my family is from the Middle East. And um, my uncle, who a lot of you now know, Gad said, uh, was, was you know, fancied himself an amateur soccer player, was very good at soccer. My grandfather, very, very good at soccer. All my cousins, uncles, all very, very good at soccer. That was the sport that they all cared about coming over from Lebanon and Egypt. And I've, I have memories of watching the World Cup dating back to Italian 90. I was eight years old. Mexico, 86, too young. I went to a World Cup game in 94. I went to uh, Nigeria against Argentina, which ended up being Diego Maradona's last game uh, at Foxborough. And I've loved it, but I've never been able to see Canada play in the World Cup. To me, Canada is, you know, Frank Yallop, it's uh, Martin Nash, it's people like that, Craig Forrest. You know, they were a part of, you know, the TSN coverage of Canadian soccer, but they were never factors in CONCACAF, let alone on the world stage. And so to see them, even I keep seeing like the schedule and I keep seeing them up there and I'm like, wow, I can't believe the flag is there. I can't believe that we're actually playing. You have to also remember... Canada never gets to play in anything on the international stage outside of hockey. You know, basketball, we never make it, although that's going to change in 2024. Uh, baseball is sort of non-factors. World Baseball Classic had a nice little run a few years ago. Football, non-factors. Um, you know, American football. So this is huge. This is very, very exciting. And it's I, I've been watching Instagram videos on my phone, and I start to get emotional. I start to tear up. Um, watching these videos. It's making me nostalgic. It's making me proud. Um, it's making me very, very, um, I don't know, very, very emotional. Emo I, I am honestly extremely emotional about all of this and it really means a lot. And it's very exciting that my kids love soccer. We were opening packs yesterday thanks to our good friends over at Panini. And we got a Alfonso Davies and a Jonathan David and a Kyle Laren. And uh, it's all very exciting. So... Can't wait. I think five players play for Montreal and MLS that are on the team. Uh, so that's exciting as well. I'm just super, super pumped up. Okay. I know you don't want to hear me talk about this and I don't want to take advantage of the platform. So let's keep going. James, what is up, Ariel? So assuming Kayla gets through Pacheco for a third time this Friday, do you see it possible that she slowly starts to decline as a draw? No. Similar to Mighty Mouse because she's so far and above any of her competition that the general public isn't going to tune in for... F no. Um, here's the thing. Kayla is super dominant. She only has like a year and a half left on her contract. Next year, she's not going to be a part of the tournament. She's going to do one-off fights here or there. She gets by Pacheco. She gets by those fights. She's going to be a big-time free agent, and her stock will even be higher, and all will be good. So the more you win, the more popular you get. You don't get less popular. Uh, Kyra. Kyra. 
Dear Ariel, Kyra here from Canada. Hello. Do you think it would improve the UFC to have certain bouts be solidified as contender matchups before they happen? For example, in sports such as soccer or hockey, we know who's going. Yes, we said this. Remember we said like they should promote the fact that this is a number one contender fight. The reason why they don't, I think, is so that you know they can hedge a little bit. And if it's a stinker, if it's the result that they didn't want, they don't have to officially, you know, go with that. So they can be held accountable for that. If they if they promote something as number one contender fight, the winner of this is going to fight for the belt, and the fight is a total stinker, or it's maybe a result that they didn't want, uh, now you're stuck. But I would love to see, and I think it would make for bigger fights with bigger stakes attached and would make us more invested in the fights for sure. Andres, afternoon, Ariel. I want to start off by giving a shout out to New York Rick for calling me a goober clown on last week's On the Nose segment, a true compliment from the legend himself. How about that? Still a goober clown. Wow. I don't even know why. He, I forget. I forget what his offense was. Yeah. But I meet love with love and hate with hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my question this week is regarding Bellator 290. What are your overall thoughts on this being Fitter's retirement fight? Will this be a non-title fight against Bader? No, it'll be title fight. How big will this be for Bellator's growth? To be back uh, on CBS for this card, as always, there is no show like the MMA Hour. I don't know. I, I You know, the media landscape isn't what it was 12 years ago. So... Is it great to be on CBS? Yes. Are they promoting it a lot? Yes. Are they going to promote it even more? Yes. You saw that they were promoting that card even more than Sabatello and Stotts on uh, on Friday of this past week. So for sure. But Fedor retirement fight, you know, here's the thing. You want to use the CBS platform ultimately to build new stars, right? You that, That's the point. You want people to see the product and be like, oh, I want to see that guy fight the next time you tune into Showtime, you you watch on social media, this and that. Your main event is a retirement fight. So there's no future there anymore. I personally wouldn't have put Fedor on the CBS card. I would have put him on a Showtime card. Um, I would have put someone that you're trying to build, you're trying to make into an even bigger name. Let's be honest, Fedor isn't what he once was. He doesn't have the same drawing power that he once did. So why even, why even put him there? I get it, he's a big name, was a big name, but don't love the move. Then you have Yoel and Vadim, which is fine. Vadim is the kind of guy that I'm talking about. Unfortunately, he can't really sell the fight, but you know the resume speaks for itself. Yoel is a name, getting up there in age, not as bad. I'm curious, I heard there's going to be three main card fights. We were talking about this on Monday. I'm really curious to see who the third is. Who is the third fight? I hope it's someone that it's not just like a throwaway fight. Also not an over-the-hill guy, an older guy who's one or two fights away. I really think it's important to try to put your best foot forward. And if you're putting lower, you know, if you're putting names that aren't going to be around for a while, that are past their prime, that are considered cast-offs, things like that, I don't know if that's putting your best foot forward. Maybe I'm wrong. By the time the fight happens, you know, maybe there's going to be incredible buzz and all that stuff, but... I would have, this card could have happened in 2012 with the same guys, the top three names. That's not great. Abey, hello, my friend. What's your thoughts on the Paolo Costa situation? He claims he recently had contract talks with Hunter Campbell. He's refusing to fight under current terms, money, and has one fight left. No deal was reached, but the next day they announced Costa Whitaker. He says there's been no contract bout agreement. Please help me understand this. Does this happen often? If so, how is this even legal? Yes, it happens very often. 
Uh, how's it legal? I mean, they could, I mean, they could say whatever they want and then ultimately, you know, we see if it comes to fruition. Um, but it does happen where fights are announced before they're official or, you know, all the T's are crossed and the dots are eyed or the I's are dotted. You get what I'm trying to say. Uh, two, are the UFC trying to force him to reject the fight as it adds fights to his deal? Mm, good question. I don't know their motives. I do know that one thing that they like to do when they're close to getting a fight done, they like to put it out there, get people excited, and if it falls through, there's a scapegoat. So now, if this fight doesn't happen, we know that there's a scapegoat. Would it suit Costa to just fight under Rob's uh, current terms, then test, just fight Rob under current terms and test free agency? Sure, I don't wish to see him leave MMA, but truth is, if Costa was to box, he'd make his biggest ever payday. I wonder... Uh, what are your thoughts? Much love your boy, Abay. Uh, I mean, he could test it out. Ultimately, I think they just care about this fight and probably think that Whitaker is going to beat him. Uh, but it does seem like Costa is obviously getting a lot more comfortable expressing himself, doesn't want to be shackled, doesn't want to be stifled, doesn't want to be under the thumb of any promoter. So it does feel like his days are numbered. We'll see but I can't speak to their motives right now. Also, we've got, what, three more months? Suspect this will be resolved by then. Uh, George, Ariel, Shalom. What do you think of the recent one on Amazon Prime shows? Their cadence and absolute violence has been brilliant. Um, yeah, I guess. What do you guys think? Uh, have you guys been watching it? I've, I've been watching them, yeah. How are they? I like the shows. I don't feel like they, uh, I don't know. I feel like they should feel like a bigger deal. Yeah, the the promotion and presence is not much different, I'll say. Like, it, does, it doesn't feel like as uh, a more significant event. Um, but you have to imagine they're picking up a lot of, a bunch of viewers um, just by being on Amazon and having that tile and having that ability to uh, to discover it. Um, and the action to his to this uh, question asker's point has been really good. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, I don't see ads anywhere. I don't see banners. I don't see like, I don't know. The marketing for it is no different, right? It does not feel any more like of a presence where I must watch or must not watch. I agree with you 100%. I think, I hope that they're getting additional viewers in Discovery, as I said, Um and the action is really good. Like one has a very uh, compelling product because they've got really solid MMA, but they've also got like the best of the best in terms of striking. Like their their kickboxing and Muay Thai roster is really really good, like insanely good. And then they've they're, now they're doing great um, submission grappling. So they've got a good product, uh, but the marketing is lacking. To your point, it is it is true. The one next week with Rainer de Ritter on, I'm incredibly excited for. But have you seen any sort of promotion for this, any marketing for this? No, I mean, honestly, the only reason I even knew that, that he'd be fighting on it is because of Tapology, and I just happened to click on it. Yeah. And they're, they're, these fights are airing in prime time here on yeah, Friday night. Friday night, too. Yeah, it feels like they shouldn't have much competition. <sighs> they're a little on the later side, I'll say. Like, by the time the main event rolls around, it gets pretty late. Um, but yeah. I think the real test is going to come for them as a promotion – when they come to the U.S., who's going to be on those cards? How are they going to promote them? 
Where are they going to be? You know, is there any sort of brand awareness here? Are they able to sell tickets? Are they going to a place where any of the fighters on the roster are draws? Because remember, there aren't a ton of American-based fighters. So are you going to be able to sell tickets based on the one name alone? That, to me, is going to be the real test for one. Completely agree. The U.S. presence is important. And I don't know if they have one right now, other than, you know, the DJs of the world. Where's Sage Northcutt at? Yeah, I mean, it's a fair point. Not Maybe not on the MMA side, or absolutely not on the MMA side. Let's just call that what it is. But between some of the kickboxing and some of the grappling, there might be some people that can draw locally, but that, that doesn't a promotion make. They really need some help in terms of the marketing, and they really need, to get, really need to get some American stars. Yeah. They were making a push a few years ago with Eddie, with Sage, with uh, DJ, but then not so much lately. They haven't really saw, uh, yeah, and, and, and when's Soldich fighting? I thought he was going to fight on Next one week. of these. Yeah, he's, is he's he on, fighting on the December yeah, card? He's, he's he's on the RDR card. Yeah. They're, they're, that's what I'm talking about. That's your point. Yeah. Why do I feel like that hasn't been mentioned yeah, no. anywhere? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I had zero clue about that until I dug li- like deeper into the card. If I don't know about this, what are the chances any casual fan knows about this? Like that in itself, there should be videos, the big debut, all this stuff. I want to say he's like four or five fights down too on the card. What the hell? I was very excited about him. Main card opener. Main card. Murad Ramazanov. One on Prime Video 5. Yeah. Here he is. I'm looking on Tapology. Renier Derrider uh, for the one heavyweight championship against Anatoly Malkin. Oh, so, Which is kind of crazy. So RDR is moving up. Yeah, but... As, oh, because he's replacing Arjun. Well... The, Arjun I, got hurt. Yeah, that interim belt, but that would be three weight classes. Gee, well, why don't we know about this? Come on, you know about this? I've been watching the one show, so yes, because they're promoted within the shows, but you have to do promotion outside of the show yeah. that people are aware of. I mean, that's actually a really big fight. Uh, yes, I feel like they should be pushing Renner to Ritter harder. Yes. Like he's an absolute stud. 16 and 0. Champ in multiple divisions. So is he still the champ in those two weight classes? I know light heavyweight he has. Jesus. It's hard. You know what's one thing I'd love if Tapology would do? Like when you click on a guy's name, it would be nice under the details if they had a thing where it's like belts, accomplishments, sort of like Wikipedia. But if they tell you like right off the bat, champion in, you know what I mean? In the, like say, I don't know championships or accomplishments and there was like a little logo one current yeah 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 yeah. they're adding it they did add a pretty cool feature where like they break down uh their record in each promotion that's new that's pretty nice where's that so like if you like click on the fighter and like scroll down and it'll say like rainer de ritter mma fight record seven and oh and one three and oh that's really cool yeah it's it's a nice addition shows you how they won i like that yeah Nice addition. So always adding stuff. Maybe that'll be be nice. Be nice. Yeah. Um, all right. Back to the questions. We go. Uh, where did they go? Questions. Here they are. Uh, hi, Ariel. Well, we'll go to our uh, our one experts in the back for this one again. Was just wondering what your thoughts were on Christian Lee becoming two eight champ in one FC. It's actually one championship. By the way, I like one FC better than one championship. At just twenty four years old, hard to believe that he was moving up in weight going against the former champion who was stripped because he missed weight. So there was an even bigger weight discrepancy going into the fight. As Chael said, how good is Christian Lee? Would 
Appreciate your thoughts. Love the show. Thanks, Ariel. Yeah, I think because of the age, there's a lot of potential there for Christian Lee. And also much like um, his sister, uh, Angela, because he has two sisters. Yeah. Uh, Much like Angela, they are as tough as fighters and humans possibly come. So he's in every fight um, based on that. He took an absolute beatdown in the first round. Uh, of that champ of that uh, championship fight, and uh, came back to win. Um, so yeah, I think he's a legit um, super prospect. I think obviously you know the the talent pool um, and who he's going to be fighting over at one is different than what he would potentially see in Bellator and what he would potentially see in the UFC. So or even in PFL. So um, it's hard. It's hard to gauge. I think one uh, in terms of one, unless you have a great. Um, second or foil in the weight class, I think it's very hard to kind of do that kind of comparison and and see how they would rank across, um, you know, the different leagues. Like DeRitter is, is an example of somebody who it's kind of hard to place um, compared to competition outside of one. Um, but suffice it to say, huge prospect, like legit huge prospect, has has all the talent in the world and, and the motivation and the drive and is absolutely as tough as they come. So it's hard, it's hard to you know, doubt that mix, you know, but as with all of this, like, unless I see him versus somebody whose skill set I've seen tested against the best, I don't know. I really don't know. And, it, and it's hard to gauge. Uh, shout out to Brandon. Shout out to Clow. Shout out to Sam Kennedy, all in the YouTube chat, thinking that I'm annoyed by these questions. No, listen, I answer the questions that you guys ask. And as moderator Lewis has told me time and again, of the questions are UFC related. We don't decide that. They're questions from you guys. So if you want us to talk about other things, ask about other things. (laughs) By by the way, I feel like moderator Lewis kind of got off the hook a little easy there, by the way. I'm just... With which one? Last week? No, this week. He drops in in that terrible, heinous question. About Belgium? About about Belgium. Yeah. It's just like we just moved on from it, you know? That's a great point. Still rattled. You know, still rattled. I think he was Way in to on the poke Jersey the scandal beast, too. Yeah. Still rattled. I saw the I saw the Twitter conversation going on back and forth. Still rattled. Um, you know, I just don't know how to feel. Loyalty is such a big thing for me. You know, <laughs> I just don't know how to feel. Um, Knuckle sandwich. Recent discussions with you and DC about the goat and recent controversial judging decisions have got me thinking about how important judges have been for the legacy of some of the goats. Here's a few examples. Curious to hear your thoughts on this. Habib, as DC said, the fact that Habib never lost vaults him up to the GOAT list. I had Habib losing to Tebow. What would that one loss on his record do to his GOAT status today? I mean, it would be detrimental, right? I mean, I think that Habib's GOAT status is arguable. I'm so sorry to say that. This is not a, This is not me getting into politics or any sort of commentary on how I feel about anything. If you think that Habib's GOAT status wouldn't be affected by a loss to Gleison Tebow, you're insane. And if you even think that his current GOAT status, given his current record, isn't debatable, you're also insane. Only three title defenses. I agree with you. You're all out of your minds. I'm sorry, but you're out of your minds. You cannot compare. If everyone is available, you cannot compare his resume to John Jones's resume. You can't. You can't compare what he did to what Anderson Silva did. You cannot. You can't compare what he did to George St. Pierre. You can't compare it to even DC. You can't. I'm sorry. How is this even a question? And why do people take it so personally when you even question this? I'm not saying he can't be included. I'm not saying it's definitive. But just look at the numbers. Look at the resume. How could you even like 
based on factual evidence, compare the two. How? Explain me. Does anyone have a good... Not how good he could have been. Not the fact that there's a zero on the other side of the record. Just look at the defenses. Look at the resume. Look at the body of work. It's not comparable. The, the zero elevates him. The zero elevates him. It does elevate but, him. But I agree with you. I completely agree with you that that is the case, that that's not the only thing. And most of our MMA goats have losses. I think this question is a bit odd because it's like you're basically assuming or imagining Habib's resume, but now you just have one loss instead of a win. But in reality, once you have that loss, it changes the whole scope of how his career is handled and managed and all those things. But no doubt, Habib benefits from the zero the same way Floyd Mayweather benefits from the zero. There's a legit argument that you can say Floyd Mayweather is the best of all time, one of the best of all time, but it is extremely elevated by the fact that he has never lost. And there are lots of fighters, Muhammad Ali, obviously, Sugar Ray Robinson, lots of fighters who have lost before and are still more widely considered the GOAT, but the zero elevates. Uh, But ultimately, I agree with you. I don't think that it's it's as easy as just if he had a loss uh, instead of a win, compare the resumes because it would have changed the whole scope of history. Uh, But I'm with you. Number two, he says, John Jones, similar scenario. I Jones losing to Gustafson and Reyes. What would those two losses do to his legacy today? It'd be gigantic. I mean, yeah, but it's so weird to like do this exercise. Right. It just changes everything so much. But I mean, it, it, the general answer is yes, if they would have lost, it wouldn't be. <laughs> then of course it matters. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, if Connor would have been Habib, everything would be different, right? Or name a guy, uh, GSP. GSP has losses on his resume, but his GOAT legacy is partially defined by him going out on top. I had him losing to Hendricks. Yeah, it's, we're doing the same thing every time. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, also, I will say, one thing that I give GSP some points for is lost to the guys, but avenged every loss. Very He's, important for his legacy. Yeah. Very important. Maverick, hello, Ariel. Long-time listener, first-time writing. With WWE's Survivor Series around the corner, I wanted to present this hypothetical situation. The Forbidden Door is kicked wide open. AEW invades WWE in a series of segments leading up to the annual November PLE. Um, well, that, I mean, that PLE is premium live event, but that's on Saturday, so I don't know how that could happen. Um, How could this? I guess he's doing this for next year. At the big show, we have two classic old school five on five elimination style matches WWE versus AEW. No chance that happens. Who are your picks for each team? Who goes over? Thank you, Ireland crew, for putting on amazing shows. Which, I mean, this will never happen. It's an exercise in futility. It will never, ever, 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 ever happen. I do like what they're doing. Um, I do like what they're doing with uh, War Games. I think that's tremendous, but. This will never happen. Um, yeah, let's uh, figure out. That we're having some uh, concierge problems. Not the day to have that, as everything needs to be quite tight. Uh, so shall we figure that out? Yes, we're we all shall. All right, all right. It's time I'm answering questions. I'm responding to texts. There's a lot going on here, Frank, you know? We got you. Scott, good day, Ariel. Happy early Thanksgiving to you and the rest of the MA crew. Thank you. Spoiler alert, this past Saturday, MJF won the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Tremendous. In true heel fashion, it was beautiful. This got me thinking, who are some of your all-time favorite heels in MMA or wrestling? Um... Well, uh, I, I, I actually enjoyed when Brett was a heel in the U.S., but a face in Canada. I thought that was super, super smart. Uh, Stone Cold, hmm, didn't love his heel turn. The Rock as a heel was tremendous. 
Piper, I always loved. I would actually say number one, believe it or not, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Love Mr. Perfect. Riley, what's up, Ariel? Question for Frankie. A few weeks back, he mentioned he likes the PBS Space Time channel. I also do. Frank and I also do the same thing in our morning routines with the socks. Wow. Frank. I know, right? Birds of a feather. Uh, I think we're cut from the same cloth, if you catch my drift. Anyways, wondering if Frank could name some of his favorite Franks throughout history and culture. My favorite Frank would obviously be Frank Costanza. Not mysterious Frank. Duly noted. Mm. So for me, yes, um, Frank Drake, the astronomer. Yeah. Uh, Frank Black, lead singer of the Pixies. Yes. And then Frank Herbert, the author of Dune. Some other options, courtesy of Lewis, Frank Mir, Frank Sinatra, Frank Ocean, Frankie Lampard, Frank Thomas, Frank Bruno, Frank Miller, Frank Shamrock, Frank Vincent, Frank Oz, Frankenstein, Frank Zappa, stop me if you like any of these, Frank Trigg, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Never heard of him. Frank Williams, Frank Reynolds, Frank Castle. Frank Castle, that's the one. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a good one, but... Would have no idea who that is if you didn't write the Punisher next to his name. By the way... Yes? You didn't say any MMA heels, but we have to... I mean, I know well, it was a wrestling. you're question. rattled. <laughs> well, he said wrestling or MMA. Did he? Oh, Ch- Chael Sonnen, come on. Mm. There's no, there's nobody who, who played the heel better than... Yes, but... Chael. Is there an argument to be made that he was kind of like a good guy heel? No, yeah. there's an argument to be, that he became a a, a fan a favorite by yeah, like The Rock, like you said, the you know The yeah. Rock was a great heel, but God, he was he, amazing. He got them, he got over the fake belt and everything. Chael is he's he's the gold standard, the the best. Uh, what was it? Password not required. Username not required. <laughs> his his catalog is. Uh, uh, open up the, practicing your jujitsu. Oh, amazing, um, tremendous. Uh, we continue. Yeah. Uh, big money. Do I still come across as rattled right now? Nah, nah. We're just flowing. Let's. We're go. flowing, good, man. We're good. We're. Uh, Solid. So much stress. <laughs> you the man. <laughs> so much stress. Where's my maple leaf? Here it is. Let's let's just focus in on the on the great listener questions and okay. If anyone knows me back there, it's it's New York Rick, right? Sure. Yes. He's been. There wasn't a part to... of you that was like Ariel's not going to handle this well. No, no, we're we're good. Don't even. You regret that? Don't even sweat. Tell me you regret it. No, no, don't even sweat. Are you saying because you didn't know? Was it like a a did did GC go total rogue on us? It was it was mentioned. It was known. And you thought this would be a good gag? Oh, it's what is it? My place to? I'm so petty. You don't poses. understand how petty. You know how petty I am. You've seen batshit crazy Helwani in action. At, all I know is love wins. <laughs> love always wins. There's there's a lot of love there. Don't worry. 
Not in the oh, World Cup. Can't beat that. <laughs> I've been told love doesn't win. Uh, big money. Hi, Ariel. Very important Thanksgiving dinner. Question for you and the gang. What is an appropriate time for the big feast? Ooh, I was actually talking about this yesterday. In the past, I've had relatives that wanted to start the supposed dinner at four, three, or even two. Surely two is too early for dinner, right? Also for dessert, apple or pumpkin pie. I know I'll be waiting until after the Bills are victorious this Thursday before eating, unlike Frank, the Bills trader. I don't know yes. why you guys <laughs> Thanks, and I hope everyone enjoys the holidays. Uh, that's a great, great question. I've seen some people start at like, I feel like three or two. Those are just weird times, no? I have very strong thoughts on this. Okay, go ahead, please. Thanksgiving is an all-day feast. There is no... When does it start, though? In the morning. It starts in the morning. With some mimosas. Yeah, you've got, you've got, you've got finger foods, maybe some chips and dip, you know, that kind of stuff out all day. Turkey can come out two, three. That's fine. I'm good with that because that's one That's one serving. Then by the time six, seven rolls around, you're really with the tryptophan, like falling asleep on the couch. You're getting more turkey in, more sides in. There's uh, there's no bad time. Turkey uh, Thanksgiving is an all-day all feast. There is no— What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? I'm a stuffing. I'm a stuffing guy. Stuffing guy. Just straight up stuffing, like not paired with anything else. Just wants to eat. You just want the one dip. I mean, do you ever call it dressing? Uh, I I think that's a southern thing. I want to say I don't, but I I know there are parts of this country that do. Good on you. Hmm. Um, I'm not a I'm not a dressing guy personally. And this whole stuffing, tryptophan thing that takes 24 hours to metabolize, so it's really not, all it's, carbs. Not, not the way I eat that turkey. I'm out. I'm out in two hours. I'm ready to all go right. to bed. I love a good, like, if you get a good turkey with a good stuffing and a good cranberry sauce, like, that combo where I say that sure. trio is tremendous. Not a big turkey guy, like, on a regular basis, but big. paired together, yeah, it's nice. Pumpkin or apple pie? What about pecan pie? They limited the choices. Between I know, but I feel like pecan pie is a very Thanksgiving. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You, can, you can throw that on there. Sweet potato pie is also a, a big one. Uh, GC, what do you think? Oh, yeah, that's right. No one cares. Um, <laughs> I think he said Belgium coffee. <laughs> oh, 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 Frank, you're in the fucking doghouse, too. <laughs> you little MFR. Um, yeah. Is there anything else? Like, what do people... Okay, how do we feel about the time? Like, the actual sit-down? You say it's all day. All day. But when you bring out but the turkey. You can bring it out. As I said, you can bring it out two, three. I'm fine with that. Football's still on. Yeah. You're good. You can bring it out. But then there will be a second meal after. I don't believe in the like. It has to be six or seven p.m. No, that feels late. That feels I don't like. Yeah. I don't like that. What about um, the sweet potatoes with the mu- not the mushroom with the um with the marshmallows, marshmallows on top. Hundred percent tremendous. Yeah. The best. John Beer makes a good sweet potato. Can't, candy. You yams like it with the marshmallows? Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't. Uh, I just Too like much? The sweet potato. I don't like the marshmallows. Right. Frank's over here just wearing his socks, putting them on before uh, he gets dressed, eating. No, the not idea was that I would zone out when I'm putting my socks. You know what? And I like the bills. I'm just gonna say it. Questionable. Yeah, I don't know. I'm doubting. Yeah, it's a fun time. You know, when I was growing up in Canada, we didn't really celebrate Thanksgiving. In fact, we didn't even get off from school. But there is there not a there's a Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah, yes. it's so the what second you- Monday. It's the second Monday in October. And so I went to a Jewish school. We didn't even get off from school. Because was that, a, but what does that celebration thing. look like? It's the same crap. Okay. It's turkey. It's but leaves. It's like, but it's just not as event? it's not as big of a deal. It's it's. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not an expert, but I feel like it's more about the crops and the harvest and the farmers. Right, so it's actually uh, Frank. 
knowing your stance on Thanksgiving, I feel like you would appreciate the Canadian no, one I do, more than the but American one. It also one. sounds awfully pagan. Just saying. What is the? What are these words you're using? Pagan, Puritan. What is all this? <laughs> what are you getting all PC on us? All right. Just, all right. We've already dropped like 40 F-bombs in the first hour of the show. Uh, Liam. Hi, Ariel. Following the recent CKB Takeover episode, which was excellent, by the way. Thank you. It got me thinking about how the dynamics between fight teams camps seem underexplored in MMA. Perhaps promotions could reframe fight teams, almost like stables in pro wrestling. Well, we saw this with the IFL. It didn't really work. Um, seems that maybe, nah. They, want, they don't want to be involved in promoting a whole team because there'll be fighters from that team that aren't a part of the promotion. That's the problem. Uh, thanks to all. Keep up the good work. Were you alerted to your shout out on Inside the Ropes magazine where your HPK intro deal with JRC was mentioned? No, I wasn't. But shout out to Inside the Ropes. <clears throat> Sam, hi, Ariel. I'm doing Movember this month. Shout out to GC to support men's mental health because three weeks ago I lost my best friend. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, you've long been a role model for me as a man who openly shares without fear about your own battles with mental health and starts these conversations with others as men. Most of us were raised to look down on that and bury our emotions as a show of strength and toughness. For fighters, this seems especially common. Beyond that, many don't even know where to start to get help. So my question for you is this, how did you start to seek help? When did you recognize that therapy could help? And what was your process of finding your long-term therapist Cheers to you and the crew. Well, again, uh, Sam, I'm very sorry to hear that. At the moment, I don't uh, speak to a therapist because I felt like, you know, I got everything that I needed out of it. It lasted about a year and a half. When I look back on times in my life, I was definitely down, definitely super anxious, super nervous kid, at times depressed. Definitely when I was in Syracuse, I was a thousand percent depressed. And I even went to a guidance counselor once, but I didn't like the guy and I never went back. Um, and I probably should have gone more often because I was really, really down. I, I, I felt, I used to say this to myself, like I felt like there was a black cloud hanging over me when I was there. Um, the reason why I spoke to a therapist most recently was I got the call to go do an NBA game uh, for ESPN. It was Bucks Pacers. And I was just, I, I was almost like paralyzed with anxiety where I felt like I couldn't physically go. Like the 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 idea of going, of leaving my family, you know, relatively early in the pandemic, I just, I, I couldn't do it. And I felt so nervous and so sick to my stomach that I realized it's time for me to talk to someone. So I did. And this was also around the same time, it was February of 2021, where I was starting to feel like the end was coming at ESPN and I didn't really know where to go. And I didn't know, you know, what the new chapter would look like and um, where my home or homes would be. And I just felt like I needed to talk to someone who was not a family member, not a loved one, like someone who doesn't know me, who's completely oblivious to the history and independent from all of this. And it really worked. And over time, we were able to talk things out. And I and I felt, again, I really did feel like clouds were opening up in my brain. Like I felt after we speak and sometimes there were emotional chats, like I, I would feel this weight lifted off my shoulders. I would feel this relief and I would also start working out more and I feel a great sense of relief and, and um, clarity after working out. And, you know, everyone has their own formula. Everyone has their own medicine. Everyone has their own path, but I, I do feel very strongly that everyone needs some kind of help. Now you may not need it every single day, seven days a week, 52 weeks, 365, you may not need it for a long stretch of time. But as my therapist at the time told me when we said goodbye, she's like, I'll be here if you need me. Like you can call me up and 
you know, I will be here. Uh, no problem. Um, and I didn't know that was a thing either. I didn't know that you could call someone for help if you needed them. And then I th- I always used to think it's like, oh, if you have a therapist, you have a therapist for life. I know that sounds stupid, but that's the way I viewed it. And no, you can use them for a little bit, you get better. And then if you need them again, just like a doctor, you could go back to them. And so to know that someone is there, to know that someone is available, who is not going to judge you, who's going to ask you certain questions to unlock certain thoughts and feelings is very, very important. Um, And so I'm a huge, huge proponent of this. And even on this show, you know, we talk to fighters who are battling mental things and we're, we're battling different things, of course. They're going through completely different stuff than I am, that you are, that we all are. But uh, the common denominator is it's important to recognize these feelings. It's important to talk about them if you feel comfortable talking about them. It's important to seek help. It's important to go out there and try to um, be the most healthy person that you can be, um, both physically and mentally. And sometimes it's tied. Physical health is sometimes tied to your mental health and vice versa. Uh, It's just important because... As I said last week, only get one chance at this life. We only get one shot to be here, to live, to experience things. All these things, like all this stuff, I'm excited. The highs and lows of life, the moments, the milestones, the events, all this stuff is irrelevant at some point. It all ends. The music stops. So that's why it's important to appreciate. That's why I get probably too up for things at times and sometimes too down for things. I'm... uh, I'm probably a little too emotional. I'm not a little too. I'm probably too emotional about everything in life, whether it's family, friends, work, sports. I just, uh, that's the way I am. And it's the way I've always been. And sometimes it's been to my detriment, but that's just, you know, the way I was programmed. That's a really awesome message, man. And especially before like Thanksgiving, what like the time, like this is the time to kind of come together and celebrate. That's really cool. And what you said about, you know, thinking of it as like a lifetime commitment, I think will help a lot of people. Cause I, I can say personally, like I've thought of it that way before is like you commit, uh, like therapy is like this thing that you, you have to do forever that it's a, it's a lifetime commitment. I think there will be some people that might go, yeah, I'm listening to Helwani and maybe I'll, I'll try this. It's not, it's not something where I have to invest forever and change my whole life. I, I can just get some help. So that was really cool. I feel like you do a much better job than I do, knowing you for so long, almost 10 years now. Actually, more than 10 years, 11 years almost, right? Uh, we're approaching the 10-year anniversary of the... Uh, no, the 10-year anniversary was last year, right? It was, it was yeah. December of 2011. Anyway, I feel like you do a much better job of staying even keel than I do. I don't get hot, hot or cold yes. very often. I, I stay very mental. Would you agree with that? I do agree with that. Yes, I get hot. It has served and me cold. well. You get hot and cold, but that's what makes us different, and that's what makes you special in that way. Did I expose an ugly side of myself earlier today on the program? I think I will say this: I think people are enjoying it more than um, you exposing. It, it, am I okay for feeling betrayed, or is that <laughs> taking it too far? I think there was a nice a nice peace offering at the end of the picks. That what was the peace offering? You know, a little bit of a, a confidence with the money bet on, I feel on like the boys. This has really caused a division within the team. And what a tight knit team we have. I mean, we're actually. I was thinking on my way to work today. I was like, wow, we're gonna hang out. We're gonna have some wings. We're all gonna watch. Everyone's supporting the red and white. Never been happier to have a commitment that I need to leave for because I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to see what's. And then I come later. to find out we're sleeping with the enemy. <laughs> No, no, no. The listen, the jersey's already off. We're good. Like, don't worry about it. It's it's uh it's all rolling back here. Any eyes on Marlon? Yes. Oh, he's there. Or not yet. Joe, confirm eyes on Marlon? Yeah, he's right here. Yeah, he's here. 
we're good. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Getting mic'd up as, as we speak. Taco Enthusiast says, I've long been a critic of the UFC's business practices, but I got to tell you that I've lost all motivation to follow boxing. Much like you discussed with Bud Crawford on Monday, negotiations between promoters have absolutely demolished the sport while the celebrity fights certainly uh, bring in eyes. I'm mostly uninterested and just want to watch the best boxers in the world go at it. Sure. If you suddenly inherited 5 billion, but could only use it to fix boxing, how would you fix the sport? Simple and straightforward question. I know. I mean, it's tough because even someone coming in with a ton of money is not going to, if I come in and start my own promotion, that's not going to change the way Tyson Fury does business or Errol Spence does business or Al Heyman does business or this guy or that guy. So obviously the best thing for the fans is to have a model like the UFC or WWE. That's the best thing for the fans. Best thing for the fighters and maybe you could say the promoters as well is to have a system like they have now where you know, there's a ton of roadblocks, but in the end, they if the fights get made, they make a hell of a lot more money and they have a lot more freedom. Um, but yes, the the best thing, you know, they tried to do it with PBC, didn't really work out. Boxing is so far ingrained in its ways and it's been happening like this for so long, for decades, for centuries. It's going to be damn near impossible to change it Witness the fact that Dana White himself said he was going to go in and change it and never even got off the ground. Zufa boxing never even became a thing because he realized, I can't change this. Still love boxing because when the big fights do get made, and let's see, Tank, I still think, Tank RC I'm talking about, but I still think that uh, Spence Crawford gets made at some point. Call me crazy. I still think he gets made. Why? I, I, I think that they ultimately make it happen um, because... They often do. It just happens too late. Tyson Lewis happened too late. Uh, losing faith, man. Um, really losing faith. Uh, Manny and and uh, and Floyd happened too late. Like they often, often, not always, but often happen. It's just too late, and I feel like this will be one of those. They'll have no one else to fight. They'll realize that their stock is low, and then they'll make the fight. The appeal of it is because they're in their primes. We need it. Yeah, we need it. Nation, uh, I do want to let you know that today's program is brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. UFC 300 is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, is giving new customers a shot to turn five Buccarinos into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any UFC 300 bet. So uh, there's a lot of close fights. Jamal Hill, Alex Pereira is a close one. Um, one that is of interest to me, Kayla Harrison, Holly Holm going the distance. Um, obviously Zhang Wei Li is a big favorite. The biggest favorite on the card is actually Bo Nickel against Cody Brundage. That may not be a surprise to you. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting things on this card and the place to be for it all is DraftKings Sportsbook. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Hour. New customers can bet five bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DMAR. The crown is yours. Gambling prong call 100Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resorts in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire. 168 hours after issuance, cdkng.com slash MMA.com, yes. Uh, for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. Anyway, uh, let's put a pin in the uh, questions. We got to 17, not bad. 
but I do believe our first guest is uh, is ready to go, right? That's right. All right. This is exciting. Let me take this off. First guest, former World Series of Fighting champion, now making his return to the PFL family on Friday in a fight that is uh, seven years in the making. My old friend, Marlon. Where have you been, miss Marlon? You. I miss you. How are you? Come, give me a hug, Marlon. How are you, my friend? So good to see you, my friend. You too, man. You're the man. My Thank pleasure you so much. to be here. Yes, Again. remember you were here many years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, long time ago, man. Marlon, long that's time a nice jacket. Like I like it? that jacket. Henzo Gracie. I love it. Welcome, my friend. Come, please come in. New York City. Yes. You know, New you're York back. City. That's right. Atmosphere. Now Henzo you're a Florida Gracie. guy. Yes. Are you much happier in Florida than you are here? No, I'm, I'm, I was really happy here as well. But at this point, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy with my family and everything with training. Yes. Life is good, you know. My gosh, a lot of playing. questions. So great to see you back. You're fighting on Friday in Shaman Marais. So it was supposed to be Shane Burgos. Unfortunately, yes. he got hurt. So now it's a rematch of a fight. But uh, that feels almost like secondary because back in April, you announced your retirement yeah. from MMA. And then you came back and you signed with PFL. So could I ask you in April, why did you retire? Man, I just I just was, wasn't feeling anymore, you know, in the UFC. And things were not going my way. And I, I just lost the motivation after the fight. I, I, I'm always a hard work guy. I train hard for every single fight. And things were not just going my way, you know, and I just couldn't see um, anything different than a time. I need some time. I need some time with my family. I need some time with myself. I need to see everything that I've, I've done in my career. And this was important for me that time and man I'm, I'm here i'm young i still got a lot left in me and the the, the thing the click that i need that was this this opportunity to compete with the pfl to work for, for ray for all these pfl guys and and be in the, the new platform different atmosphere different people and and new challenges different challenges and that, that's why I moved here. That's why I'm back and, and I'm back for good and I'm happy. And the more important, I am ready. I love it. Um, can I ask you when, you, when you announced your retirement at the time, was there a part of you that thought, okay, maybe I just really need time off and I will come back? Or did you think like, had we spoken at that time, did you think like, this is it, I'm never going to fight again. I'm officially done. Man, fighting, I, I didn't know, you know, I, I, I was in a bad spot. Even mentally and, and like, man, things were not just not going my way. You know, I had fights in my hand and I just let it slip it. And but but man, I know I, I have the talent. I know I have the skills. And but but man, I, I, I didn't feel like UFC anymore, you know, and, and for the UFC, I felt like never any, not anymore. And okay. the opportunity for, for PFL or for other organization, I didn't think about. I, I end up thinking later. Okay. And and I'm thankful for Ray Sefo for the opportunity and for the talks and for the... He put in my mind, you know, that, that I have the skills and, and that I can compete with the best in the world and and might not be it, you know. I have a lot left in me and I see these guys now and, man, I'm excited again. I see I'm supposed to fight Shane Burgos. He's a big name. He was in the UFC too. That's other names like Shamo, like uh, the the Brandons and uh, Baba Jenkins and all the, the all good fighters in, in the PFL, you know. And and at some point we 
when we're not in the UFC, we think, oh, UFC, UFC, UFC. And then when you're in the UFC, you're like, man, the world's not just the UFC. Right. You know, the, the, the MMA is bigger than UFC. And we have to put in our mind because sometimes people complain, oh, I fight MMA, but people say, oh, do you do UFC? Yeah. But sometimes we, the fighters, we do that because we want UFC, we want UFC. But fighting, it's, 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 I am a martial artist, you know, right. and I'm gonna compete anywhere and I'm gonna be happy doing that. Doesn't matter for who else. Overall, how would you describe your time in the UFC? It was good, you know, I have no complaints about anyone. You know, of course we have problems, have people I hate, that people yeah. that hate me in the UFC. Who but can hate you? I don't know, man, but, but life- You're the nicest guy on the planet. Yeah, but life, life it's, it's like that, yeah. you know? But man, I'm the nicest guy, but that's people in the UFC I don't like. And that's people in the UFC, they don't like me, but man. Who are they? Let's name names. I don't, Who are these oh, bad people? Man, I, mean, I, I, I don't gonna care. Go, I'm going to go to Las Vegas right now and beat them up. I know you will. Yeah. I know you will. <laughs> but man, it is what it is. I, I, I have a, my family always support me, my friends. And I mean, I'm excited again. And I can't wait to compete and show to everyone that I'm still there. So like, you know, obviously the last few fights in the UFC didn't go your way. After the last one, the fourth one, for you, are you starting to think like, what is going on? You know, because you had this role where you were looking invincible. How do you even come to terms with that? What, like, what is going on in here? Can you bring us inside your head? It's, when you come back home and you're like, what is going on here? How do I? Man, I have to, I have to think like, it's fighting, it's timing, you know? And I kind of lost the timing a little bit, but man, I know I have to get myself back in the, the fighting. My brain gotta be in there, you know, and, and I kinda let it sleep a little bit and I lost the momentums. And man, this this next fight, I'm not saying I have the pressure on me to do that, but I have to be smarter, you mm. know. I have to let it go and use the momentums and I have to dominate because if I'm domi dominant, I'm not gonna be exposed. You know, and I, I felt like, and, and I, I made too, too, much, too much mistakes and that, that I, wasn't, I wasn't making before. And my timing is back. I feel that training, you know, I, I don't feel, I, I feel as stronger as any 45er in the gym. And I see that every day, you know, I'm, I'm challenging myself every day and I just can't wait to compete and, and taste that 145 competition, you know, I think I'm gonna be much better. Any, any concerns at all about your health? No, man, not about the health. I just, I just think at 45, I'm healthier. Mm. I'm not killing myself, Cut cutting weight. weight. Yeah. I was sucking myself too much. I was doing things that I didn't realize. I just realized now, because like now I'm not doing anymore, like sauna every day, you know, like Bad. getting myself down in weight. And I still gotta get myself down more, you know? And it's, it's hard to manage how, how many pounds it's healthy to cut, you know? You must feel amazing now, right? Yeah, I feel like great. Like two days before the fight? Yeah, I feel great. How, can I ask how much you have to lose? I have to lose a few pounds. A few pounds, but it's not like Maybe. you're sucking yourself no, dry. And... six pounds. Okay, but it should I, be easy. I won't see sauna or jacuzzis, you know? I don't need that. Okay. Just training and thinking, fighting, you know? being smart and I still have my brain. I, two weeks from the fight, I, I couldn't think, I couldn't defend because the, the, the reflex are slower, you know, but now I, I feel the same. Can I ask, uh, one thing I, I was wondering about, you had such great success with Mark Henry 
but now you're no longer with Mark Henry. Did you think about maybe getting the band back together and, and uh, working with him again? Man, I would love to, man. Mark is, is, is like one of my best friends. Yeah, he loves you. Like he, the way he speaks about you is like his son. The, he's one of the best gifts I got in MMA, you know, and, and his friendship and him and Frankie. And we have a great bond. The problem is just I'm there, down there, you know, and the family. You have family, you know yeah. how it is, you know, and he has a family. He has a successful Pizza, business. Yeah. His Pino Pizza is killing man. Right. And used to be tiny. Now yeah, it's huge. like a shopping yeah, center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we love each other. We talk fighting all the time. Okay, you I, still speak? Of course, all okay, the time. Great. He's one of my best friends. I love Mark, you know, and if I know if I need anything... I call him and he's going to So it wasn't like a personal thing. It was just because you never, moved never. to Florida. And never, never, yeah. never. Okay. So now as far as getting in with PFL, did they, did Ray call you first? We we kind of got in touch, you okay. know. Because you had a relationship with him yes. from WSOF yes, days. We are, you were we, one of the faces yeah, of the Yeah, we have great relationship. I am a big fan of Ray. I used to play video game with Ray. Okay. Simple, Which video game? Days. Uh, PlayStation 1. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is old school. Yeah. Brazil, man. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. If I was in Brazil, I was still in the Yes, 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 yes. Wow. Uh, so, okay. So, he re you stay in touch. Yeah, we're always in touch. We're always talking with each other. And we just, the, the, the talk just came up. And, man, I think at 45, you're going to look great, you know. And why not? You know, you're still young. And let's go. What were you doing? Like, like when you when you retired, training. You were you still trained? I was training. But what were you going to do? Because you're still a young guy. Yeah. I was so were training. you thinking about like what? How am I going to provide? What am I going to do next? Like, what was your your new occupation going to be? I was I was just thinking what I was going to do, you know. But that's you hadn't decided yet. Not yet. Okay. I, I have few options. Okay. Some business you know. stuff. Yeah, Were you going to stay in MMA, coach, something like that? No, never. You don't want to be coach? No, I don't Why not? I don't like it. Why? Hard to work with fighters, man. Uh, you think everyone is like Malo, no. No, no, no. no, no what do no, you mean? No. They're, like, they're tough. It's hard to, deal with the, hard to deal with the fighters. That's no, um, that's no loyalty anymore, man. I know Especially about that. Especially in, in MMA. And everybody that loses, they try to blame on the coach. But no man. loyalty in life. I feel like everyone's yes. disloyal. Yes, I mean, and, it's and crazy. you lose, it's your coach fault. You lose, you move your camp. You know, it's it's not like this. You are the one inside the cage. You are the one competing, you know. You are the one that make the, 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 the final decision. So we have to take responsibility. And people don't do that. And people not just, I just, I would love to work with kids, teach kids. Uh lessons, martial arts, yeah. bring them to martial arts. But at some point, if you are competing, you're going to big stage, you move it on because that's not I what I you want. You would be a so, great uh, children's teacher. Yeah, I would love to. Have you I, thought about I, that? When I moved to U.S., I used to teach. In ah, the yeah, because you have the perfect and demeanor for that. I love I loved the kids. That's how I learn English with the kids. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Coach, no, <laughs> no hippie, no hip, coach, rip, rip. Uh, <laughs> do your kids train? My my oldest trained, my youngest not yet. How old is your oldest? My oldest eight, but he loves soccer. He's uh, like crazy now with the World Cup yeah. texting me all daddy, that was go. I'm Spangle. very excited. My team, Canada today. Yeah, you Davis Davis is good, bro. You like this guy? David, Jonathan David and Alfonso you, Davis. You guys can do really well. We're playing Belgium at two o'clock. I know, I know, but they are they are kinda older now, you know. You think we have a chance? Yes. 
Really? Yeah, you guys are tough. A lot of upsets. You tough. see yesterday, Argentina. Canadian guys run like crazy. Bro. I know. Marlon, you know how excited I am? The, Canada's only been in the World Cup once, ever. 1986, I was four years old. I don't remember. Sorry for you, man. But this is exciting because we have a good team. I know. Croatia Tough tied team, today. Big guys, you know. You, I was on a car with my coach right now and I said, uh, coach, if I'm playing against Neymar, I'm the coach from the other team. I'm going to get one guy. I'm going to have this guy. Man, you're going to walk with this guy on the field. Everywhere he goes, you right. go with him. Shadow him. Man, who, who can do that? You know, a good coach with a strategy. You can win a World Cup like that, being wow. tough. Have you been watching so, or are you, are you... Every day. Every day. Every day, Did yeah. you watch yesterday Argentina? Yeah, I, I did and it was too early. It was early, 5 a.m. Yeah, it was too early. Yeah. But, I, but I, my son texted me, Daddy, Argentina lost. But Messi scores. He yeah. loves Messi. That's his favorite? Yeah. All the kids like Rafael, my son, he likes Messi. He likes Neymar. Neymar. He likes Gabigol. He likes Pedro. It, but his favorite team is Brazil, obviously, Brazil, right? Yes. Was he born in Brazil or in the States? He was born in the States. In the States. Wow. So he doesn't like the U.S. team. He liked both. Okay. He, both. he has a lot of favorites. Yeah. He, he won every, whatever is going to win, he's going to be the one. <laughs> what, what do you think of uh, Brazil's chances? Are good, man. Yeah? Pretty good this year, yeah. But it's not easy, man. I saw yesterday, um, yesterday, no, um, day before, England stopped. England, yeah. Oof, Spain now is 3 0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brazil's tomorrow, know. right? Brazil's tomorrow, 2, 2 p.m. Yes. Wow, it's so exciting. Yeah, tough game. We're playing against Serbia. Could it be an answer, they'll, man? They'll be okay. But there's a weird thing going on where I feel like the, the old, like the more established teams, the older guys, maybe because it was in season, they're a little banged up. They're losing. Japan beating uh, Germany. You saw that? Just yeah, before. Yeah, so, just, just today. Crazy. Marlon, you've given me some hope. Speed cues, man. I'm very nervous about this. But now you've given me hope. Yeah, no, you guys can do well, man. Okay. You guys can do well. Hopefully the Bruin don't play. <laughs> I know. Well, I think he the is going to play. Good. He's good. Do so you follow this very closely? Yeah. What, what's your favorite club team? Club? Flamengo yeah. from my town. From, from uh, Brazil. Brazil. From okay. Brazil, from Rio. You follow? What about it? Uh, do you watch Premier League? Yes. Who's your favorite? Premier League... I used to like more Manchester, but now I like Liverpool. Cause, but Mane is not there anymore. I like Mane and okay. I like Salah. Ah, Salah, yes. Salah is Egyptian, amazing. yeah. Amazing. Not in the World Cup. No. We like uh, Nottingham Forest. You see Nottingham Forest? That's my team. From Canada? My no, Nottingham Forest. They're in Premier League. Oh, really? Yeah. Are they in Premier League now? No, they're, they're bottom. But uh, we were in Premier League. First time in 23 years. My friend, my friend was playing in Canada. Canada. For MLS? Yeah, for the league in Canada. Oh, yeah, yeah. Canadian Premier League. Canadian Premier League. CPL. Premier league. Yeah. I, Which city? Was in, uh, I fought their Edmonton team. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just closed. Yeah. Did you hear? No. This week they shut down. Oosh. So he's out of a job. <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to find another one. Wow. Yeah. That was your, your friend played for them. Yeah, I have. A, I played soccer you growing did? up. So I played with one of these guys. He, he was in, in Grêmio, Flamengo, and now he was playing in Edmonton. Okay. And I have another friend uh, from my neighborhood, uh, Wellington. He played in North Carolina. Wow. And in, 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 in NSC, NSCA, right? Yeah, uh, NASL. NASL, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's Why, did you try to go down the soccer path when you were younger? I did. I did a little bit. And how far did you get? Uh, I get like 15 years old. I... I I play in the uh, States. Yeah. And then after that, the, the next year I was young. So they put me on the bench and I said, I don't want to do this Through anymore. This. I don't want to be on a bench. So you came from Brazil to the States to play soccer originally? Me? Yeah. No, no, no. 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 I play in the States in, in Rio. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. sorry, 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 yeah. sorry. Okay, okay, okay. And what position? 
in, in the state of Rio. I play uh, um, in, in right side, how, how right wing, right wing, right wing. I have a theory that all you guys, like Jose Aldo, even Kenny Florin, you guys would Yeah, but Jose Aldo didn't play like I did. You were better. Yeah, I got, wow. I got the, 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 the You were higher. Because we always talk about Jose Aldo. That yeah, he was so because good. He's, he's the biggest name, you know. Yeah. But he, he was good. He but one-on-one, on one, you killed Jose Aldo. He could not play with me. He can't hang with you. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, but all respect, I'm not saying anything. Of course, of course. It's a legend. Do you think he'll fight again? Him? I don't, I don't think so. No? Not even no. boxing? No, I don't think so. Did you watch Anderson? Yes. What did you think of that against Jake Paul? I feel bad for Anderson, man. You felt but bad? I knew it was a tough fight. Why did you feel bad? Ah, because lose to him, you know, like... You don't like that guy? Such a legend, man, the, yeah. the sport lose to... He did pretty well, though, I thought. Yeah, he, he did. He moves well. I think he could win. He, just, he got dropped in the yeah, last he, round. Yeah, that one was... Wait, you didn't big like it? Pump, big punch. Yeah. I, I like Anderson. I don't want to see Anderson losing I to... I know. A what a legend. 47, still doing this? Moving like that, looking like him. He doesn't look out of shape. He looks amazing, no, he right? Does, he don't crack. I mean, see his face? It's amazing. He still looks like the same looks guy from like 10 years, years ago. Old. I know. It's crazy. What do you think of all this? Did you consider any of this stuff? You know, these these boxing men, we saw Vitor do it, guys going over to box. Did you consider that when you were thinking about what you would do when next? When I was up here with Mark, he always tells me, man, you have to do boxing. Yeah. You have to do boxing. I don't know. Maybe one day. We never know. You know, I can't say no. I love to compete. And why not try and see how it is, you know? But right now, I'm in the PFL, and yeah. I'm looking forward to my fight, win my fight, and fight next season. Did uh, anyone else reach out to you other than PFL? Were you considering anything else, or was it just PFL when you left UFC? I didn't want to talk, but that's some, some people. Some people reached out. They talk with me, but I didn't want to. I wasn't prepared. Because, man, I, I don't want to fight for anyone. you got to be some special, like, like it was. Yeah. I want to fight for Ray, you know. I want to fight for BFL. Is that, is that part of the appeal here? Like, you're familiar with them. You you essentially came from this organization. It's, 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 a, it's a lot of the same people, right? I want to give it back to, yeah. you know. Like, it's like give back to the fans, man. These fans are, are amazing. And we, we want to bring more fans to the BFL. And this is such a great show, man. The way they do every single one that stepped to the tournament have the chance to win a million dollars and yeah. be a champion in the season. It's not like... I'm going to pick this guy because he sells pay-per-view, because his hair color is gray, because right. he's, he jokes around. He has 10 million followers on Instagram, on Twitter. It's If you are better on the season, you're going to win, right. you know? That's that's all about fighting. It's the UFC 1. That's how it was. Sure, the tournament. Nowadays, everything changed. I see guys that, like Tony Ferguson, all his career fighting, fighting, winning, winning, winning. He didn't get the belt. Right. He won, but entering, you know, he didn't get the shot. How? And guys go there, two, three fights, and fight for right. the belt. Look at the, uh, you know, fellow countryman Alex Pereira only had to fight three times. Yeah, all respect, respect to him. But it's you know? different, right? But it's different. We see guys in the UFC now. I'm gonna think one guy that I think he's very good fighter. He fights at 45. He's in British guy. How many got? How many fights that guy got? Oh, Arnold Allen. He's still not still for the belt. Ten in a row. Ten in a row in yeah. UFC. And didn't even get the interim. No, that guy's a beast. And they're doing interim title fight. He's not getting it. That guy's a beast. I love to watch that guy, man. And he still didn't fight for the belt. It's crazy. Yair is fighting for the belt. Right. Yair and... Uh, Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett. Do you watch UFC still? Yeah. Still I, fan? I do. Despite I do. the fact, yeah. 
I watch the 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 main fights. The big ones. Yeah, that's a long time I don't watch all the fights. You, you know? took a break when you left? No, no, no. No. You're still a fan of the sport. Yes. I always I will always man, I used to be a kid sitting with my friends like 5 a.m. to watch Pride. Right, wow. And that's how I grow up, watching wow. Pride, watching Minotauro, Anderson, later on, Aldo, WEC. And I, I, I'm going to be honest, I start to watch Pride. First. UFC wasn't in Brazil like it's now. Wow. And then when Aldo went to WEC, I start to watch WEC. And then later on, I traveled to England and I was seated with a friend and he said, man, that guy's really good. And I think he can win. And I look at the, you know who was? Frankie, Frankie fighting Sean Shark. Oh, wow. And then I said, man, he's kind of little. I think I can do that too. And then I saw oh, 55 now, 55 is too much for me. And that was one of the first UFC that I started to watch, Frankie Edgar and Sean yeah. Shark. So how, how did you even link up with those guys? Like, how did you end with up? With Frankie yeah, and Mark. Frank. Like, how'd you Edson, end up in... Edson came first. Uh, yeah. Frankie had a fight with Ben Henderson. Edson brought me on his bag. Wow. And then I ended up getting... And at that point, like, you were kind of trying to find yourself in the sport, right? Mm -hmm, you, you, mm -hmm. Your record wasn't great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you yeah, it turned yeah. everything around for you. Mm -hmm. And so you went there and you, all of a sudden you were like, I like it here, I'm going to stay here? Yeah, I went there and I had a sparring with Ali. <laughs> really? And then I did really good in sparring. You sparred Ali? Yeah. In boxing or in... Uh... No, MMA. Ali was an MMA fighter. Yeah, I know. I just didn't know. And uh, we sparred and then he said, man, I have a... I think I have opportunity for you. They are looking for opponent for Miguel Torres. And yes. that's how I end up in the World Series of Fighting. number one or two? World Series of Fighting one or two? Was World that, Series of Fighting that one. That was the first one, huh? Number one. Unbelievable. That is crazy. What a story. Yeah, now, now we are, are probably, back. they have probably a hundred shows, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. With PFL, PFL as well. and everything. Yeah. yeah. Come up to and uh, do you think they're number two over Bellator right now? Right now? No. Right now I think UFC number one, Bellator two and PFL three. No, I disagree with you. You think so? No, I want you to say that so that your bosses don't get angry. I thought for sure you were going to say PFL two. In my heart, yeah. for me, yeah. we are going to get there. Yeah. But, I think you can make a case for you can, guys right now. We to be can honest. we can relax yeah. and think we are number two. We have to keep doing. Me as a fighter, I have to get in there Friday night, put on a show, and make people wow, what just happened? Kayla, uh Delano Taylor, Sad Bussi, mm -hmm. uh Brandon. Yeah. You know, we all that's all on, on our hands. Six main card fights and and uh, no, six championship and six Undercard bouts. Uh, imagine it: twelve finishes, twelve highlights, and everyone talking about all million dollars on the line. Who does it? Did Bellator ever did that? No. That's no. What I'm saying. So that's how we're gonna get there. Okay. But we can relax and think we are there. We are getting there, and we will. Uh, and 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 for you, what did you sign? Like a one year deal? How does this work? Are you going to be in the tournament next year? I'm in a tournament next okay. year. Okay, forty five. Yes. Okay, so this is just like a one off. Yes. And then next year you're yes. a part of the tournament. Is grueling. Yes, grueling, I mean, but like, not for me. I'm not cutting yeah. that much weight. You don't get big. Nah, I'm, I'm big for me. It's not big for these guys. Right, right, right. Big for them is like 70, 75. Big for me, 60, 62. So, so the forty five uh, tournament is. Um, Brendan and uh, Bubba Jenkins, Brandon right? Brendan and Bubba Jenkins. Who do you think wins that? Tough matchup, man. Yeah. 
Bubba looked good in his last fight. I love, I know Brandon and Bubba too. I see them fighting before. I see Brandon's last fights, you know, and I think if if it more longer goes, I think it's gonna be better for Brandon. But I just I just I just wanna see how it's gonna be Bubba wrestling against Brandon. Right, right. He could dominate too. Right. Yeah, I mean, Brendan has come a long way. I was really impressed with B- Bubba in his last fight. I thought that was one of his best his performances. His hands look good, too. Yeah, everything looked good. He went for the finish. He did Last get the guy, finish. Last guy, man, improving, getting better as the game goes, you know. What about Kayla? You think she sticks around? She She's about to get the get the, the, the big status money, yeah. of the big fight, yeah. you know, and I, I see PFL able to, to do that. Kayla I, versus Chris Cyborg. Yeah, PFL. Yeah. PFL super fight. Why not? If if Cyborg wants the big fight, the big money, she got to come in. Right. Kayla versus Amanda Nunes. Yeah, could be a big fight. <laughs> I just don't know if Amanda will come to, to to PFL. No, maybe she goes to, yeah, maybe she has to go to UFC for that one, right? Yeah, we're not letting Kayla leave PFL. You're not. Oh, I like no, it. You're we. You say we, we when you talk. We're not. Do you think this is it for you, your last promotion? Do you want to retire with PFL? I don't know. You don't know. We'll see. How much longer do you want to go for? I don't know, man. You haven't thought of that? It's all about the performances, the, sure. the, the fights and the momentums. And let's just, let's go. Now that you've tasted retirement life a little bit, would you like to see something for the fight? You know, like Frankie now, right? Frankie gave so much to the sport, right? Legend, Hall of Famer, right? I personally think he deserved better than what happened a couple of weeks ago. Like I, I would have liked a different matchup for him. But anyway, now he's done. There should be like a retirement fund. There should be a pension for these guys who put their lives on the line, who gave us so many great fights. Don't you think there should be that for the fighters? Yeah, I think so. And for a guy like Frankie, yes, man, what a fighter, man! What a legend. He deserves you know? it more as much as anyone. Man, I was in Brazil in a barbecue watching UFC Frankie Edgar and BJ Penn, and I was BJ Penn fan. Wow, the because first the, one or the second? Because the short, yeah, yeah, the style, the way he does, and I, I am still BJ Penn fan. Who doesn't like BJ? Sure. And man, I was watching the fight. This, this guy gonna win. So this is the first one. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. And bro, the way this guy figured it out, and the way he fights, and the, the weight he fought, the weights, the f- opponents, the amount of wars. Never give up moments. Legend, man. Legend. I think he's hanging at, in my opinion, one of the best fighters ever. Agreed. 100%. MMA. Because it's not just because the skills and what he did, because, man, how he did. Right. At the, the 155, you know. He was able to use your strength against yourself because right. he didn't have that power to compete with Ben Henderson, with th- those big guys. But smart guy, man. Unbelievable. The st- and especially like over time when you look at the side that he finished his career at 35 and he was fighting big 55ers. You know what I mean? Like Henderson could fight at 70 and he's a 35er. It's really incredible. You still speak to him? You still in yeah, contact? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing okay? Still okay, yes. Yeah. I hated the way it ended. He deserved much better than that. He deserved... Yeah, uh, but like he said, you know, that's, that's fighting, That's the man. game, I know. We've been there, we've been here, and now sometimes we go down, but we can't forget the good things we did. And for a guy like Frankie, me as a fighter, you know, that's a guy I look up to. A lot of people don't fight. They don't know how it is. 
But me, as a fighter, you as a reporter, as a guy that respects everyone, you are all the time with us, you know, you know how you never felt, but you, you kind of, man, you, you have friends in this, you yeah. know, you know that people that give all for the sport. And man, he, he has no idea how much he represents guys like us, oh, yeah. you know, and I think that's all matter, man. That's those fans that, ah, he got knocked out, and nah, 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 he's done, he's done. These guys, they're gonna just keep coming, on, going. Yeah. But the real fans, the real people that know about the sport, that guy's alive. It made me emotional. I can't even imagine what it was like for you. Really, really hard, man, to see him going out that way. But, you know, I'm gonna be with him. Doesn't matter the war he's facing, uh, I'm, I'm at his side. He's coming to the fight? Yes, hopefully. He's going to be there. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Henzo too? Henzo, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We're rocking the jacket. Henzo's everywhere. He's right? all over the place, that guy. Well, I'm very excited about this. And for you, you get to, you know, I think it's a great opportunity for you because not only are you back with familiar people at PFL, World Series of Fighting, but a guy you beat, right? So there's some familiarity yes. there. When you got the word that it was uh, Shaman who you'd be fighting as opposed to um, Burgos, were you happy about that? No. No. I want that big fight, you, you know? So were you bummed? Were you like, oh, I already climbed this mountain? I don't really... Yeah, we were working for him, you know? We had all set up for him. Yeah. And, man, yeah, I want to I wanna show to everyone that what a 35er can do with a 45er, you know? And I compete with the best in the world, in the, my opinion, the best division in the world, 135-pounder. I've seen it all from these guys, you know? And... I just, of course, Shane is a tall guy, you know, he got that volume, the boxing and everything, but I just think I can beat him. Do you feel like it's going to be a similar fight the way it, you know, went down seven years ago, or do you think it's going to be a different kind of fight? The, this fight with Shaman? Yeah. I think it's going to be a similar fight. I'm prepared for anything. And, and man, I want to I wanna dominate this fight. I want to take over, take control and win. Get this win, then you go into the tournament. Next this year, time tournament, next year, yes, million dollars. Yes, that's Easy. that's where's my eyes. My eyes are there. I love it. But I have to say because it's million dollars, but put that win, yeah, put that win strike. Sure, one win, at a time. Few fights. Yeah. It's it's the taste of the win for me. It's much make me feel much better than the money. Sure, much better. You miss that. A lot taste. of people keep saying ah. Oh, I'm here for the money, for the bag of money, the money, the money, the money. Forget about the money, man. I want to win. I want to put on a show. And that that's it. That's I'm getting paid, you know, and to do what I love. I love it. Well, so good to see you again, my friend. So good to talk. Thank I've you. missed talking so to, to you. Talk with you too. Welcome back. Uh, I was sad when I saw that you were uh, going to walk away, but very happy to see that you are back. And, and I love this partnership with the PFL because it feels like you're, you're back home, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And I think that will do good for you. So you're in the right place. And I wish you the best on Friday at the Hulu Theater. It's going to be great, my friend. Thank, Thank you for you coming so in, Thank you so much, Marlon. man. All the best my to you, my pleasure. friend. Love, you always love have a home. that Canadian. Thank you. Thank you for giving me uh, confidence. Yes, you always have yes. a home here on I've the been, show. I've been there in Canada. It's a good place. Yeah, I fought there. I remember. Yeah, I, I remember. fought there and I, I took my family there. Good people. Yeah, good. Close. Yes. You drive there when you go? Of course. Yeah, Six me too, hours. Me too. When I went there, I drove there. I love it. I appreciate it. So thank you for I'm gonna coming. I'm going to let you in. Here's good, Brendan. Good yes. company now. Yes, here he is. My Brendan Lockname. How you doing, my brother? Have a good afternoon. Thank you. Thank you, brother. 
Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Great to finally be in studio yeah, after is, all this time. This is nice. All friend. this time. How are you, my friend? Thank you I'm for great. coming straight from the press conference, huh? Thank you, Bob. How and, was it? Oh, it was great. Oh, you're representing my friends at Block Asset. I'm also oh, representing oh. the Three Lions. We need to talk. We, we have a lot. Of, can we talk, Brendan? That's why I'm here. First of all, can I tell you the nerves? I keep looking at the clock. 90 minutes from now, my boys in red, you know who they're playing. How's it looking? I'm a little nervous, but Marlon just gave me some hope. He thinks they could beat Belgium. What do you think? Well, listen, after what Saudi Arabia did, anything can happen. Japan too today. You saw that? Crazy. You feel like we have a chance? No. No? Come <laughs> on. At least he told me we have a chance. Why? Because of uh, Kevin De Bruyne? Who's that guy? He's a nobody. He's not he plays bad. for that shitty Manchester team. He's we don't not, like that. He's not a bad player, though. Let's have it right. Have you seen Alfonso Davies? Jonathan David is coming to your squad. You know that, so right? we just be like a realist there? Yes. We've got Friday. Yes. USA. Okay, here we go. Versus England yeah. and me versus Bobo. Could it have felt any better, I'll be honest? Well, you're missing Harry Kane, potentially. <laughs> is, that, is that Kane? What do we got? Ah, uh, there it is. The captain. I heard he's a little banged up. Are we nervous? Listen, we're all banged up. Yeah, we are all Yeah, banged but we're up. English. Yeah, we, yeah, and we get right. it done. I saw you trolling the fans. Someone said, name one thing that, uh, what was it? England's better than the US? MMA. MMA. I had to. You had, it was it right was, there. It was like teed up. Did you watch? Did you watch the match on uh, Monday? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was pretty one-sided. Very one-sided. I think we're looking good, you know. Yeah. I think it could be the year. You think he's coming it's home? Coming home. It definitely could be. You really think? <sighs> Why does it always I, feel every like year they do this? this? Yes. Every tournament they do it though. But it does feel like they have a nice mix of like the older yeah, guys, young, the younger old, guys. Yeah. Uh, Southgate. I like Southgate. Do you like Southgate? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, like you say, the young and the old. You got the old boys in there, but you got the young, fast players. I just think, you know, we've had so many letdowns that it's yeah. our time. Come on, please give it us this time. We deserve it. Sixty-six yeah. all over again. Oh my gosh! I thought you had it last year. At least you know the the Euro Cup that Both. unfortunately again, ended. Yes. typical England. Right. By the way, what are you going to do on Friday? Are you going to be able to watch, or are you going to be locked in? Now nah, watch. It'll kind of like it's two p.m. I think, right? Zone, yeah, perfect yeah. timing. Perfect time. What yeah, time do you think you'll in. fight at? Put it on ten o'clock. Oh, you'll have time. Yeah. So that will give you motivation. They whoop America's ass, and then you go whoop another American's ass. I think ass. it's going to be another Iran type of scoreline. You think so? Do you? No. It got beat by Wales, bro. I know. Wow. You don't think Wales is good? Gareth Bale? I mean, they're not it's one player. Yeah, I know. First time, what, 64 years for them? Come on. Uh, my prediction is 2 1. Last time they played, they drew. 
Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, true, true. U.S. is good. But Young, well, inexperienced. Yeah. Adults. I mean, it's growing over there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's big. Growing over it's big it. here. Very big. So you're all in. You're locked in. Have you been watching? The World Cup. Bits and bobs here and there in you're, between training, weight cuts, things like busy. that. You're busy. Yeah. When this is done, you'll be able to oh, sit back. And will play. I? Over a pint yes. on a Sunday roast. Are, are, you, are you going home after? Are you going to Manchester after no, this? No, I'm going to have a few days and then guess what I'm going to do? I've got this thing that I'm locked in that I've always wanted to do. I'm going to, I'm cornering Darren Till in, oh, wow. in Vegas. Bastard. So I'm driving over. I'm going to do Route 66. You're kidding. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to do Holy it. Holy shit. How long is that going to take? Well, it can take four days if you yeah. want to redline it, but I'm going to take like 12, 13 okay. days. Where are you stopping? Um, I've not overly looked at that bit yet, but I just know that I'm doing it. I've always wanted to do it. I've got a break now after this fight, and I'm going to take my time. I'm going to get a big camper van. Oh my god! Like this one? Uh, maybe not. A bit, bit better than that one. I yeah. love this. Bit, this is the classic. You know, I'm going to ball out. Are you going to sleep in it? Yeah, sleep. Oh in my it. gosh! And are you going alone? No, no, no. I'm going for a few friends that are already here. Okay, okay. It's just okay. going to be the coolest time. I can't wait to just deload, you know, everything of this year. It's been a yeah. stressful year. Yeah. And I can't wait to just go there as a world champion, bring my big belt, and just have some uh, off time. Big bag of cash? Yeah. <laughs> wait, how soon do you get that million dollars? Like, does it, does it like, drop into the account I'm on hearing, Monday? like, overnight wires. Jesus. Like, Your whole career, have, has, it, has it equaled a million dollars? No. Nowhere near. Nowhere near? No. What do you think? Half? I mean, I've only just started making money since yeah. I got to the PFL. PFL and, right. And it, what, two years? So, yeah, it's not equated to a million dollars. Did you ever think that this was a possibility? Um, like, was this part of the dream, or did you always sort of say, like, hey, if I make, like, 200 in a fight, 250, 500, that would be nice? Well, I started making 150, 150 pounds. That, that was my first fight, 2008. Your first paycheck. Yeah. 150 pounds. I went from there 16 years on to a million flat. Like, it's been a wild ride, to say the least. Why has this year been stressful? Well, it's the turnarounds, isn't it? Oh, it's, yeah. It's the, it's the PFL season format. And, you know, you Pettis talk about it, Kayla's talking about it, uh, Auburn Mercier, everyone's just like, it's wild and yeah, it's my second Pettis season. Pettis talked now. about it, Rory. It really is that hard. Yeah. And you've got to really respect a PFL champion and especially double. And if Kayla does it three-time champion, it's hard, man. Harder than you thought it would be? I'm a guy that trains all the time anyway, and I always wanted regular competition. Um, and I got more than I could, you know, a bit off more than I could. They're like, right, okay, there you go, you're going to have that many. And, but I do love it at the same time. I love the fact that there's an off-season. I get to enjoy Christmas with my friends and my family. That's something that I never really got to do in my, in my career. I was always fighting around that time. And, you know, when the season comes around, be ready. Because I say to people, even if you pick up these little niggles in fights or in training, you miss one season fight, your season's done mm -hmm. and you're waiting out till next year. So it's its own entity. It's great. It's fun. It's exciting. It took me a year to get used to it. And now I'm in the best mind frame I could possibly be in for this year. Have you gone into any of these fights banged up, but you knew because of the stakes you couldn't afford to... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Everyone does. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I believe everybody is. Uh, I mean, like you say, you miss one day. Yeah. You not, Who's going to wait 12 months for another fight? You're like, nope, I've got to go. And, and plus that it. paycheck. You can't, you can't get that big... Uh that big pot, right? So you can't afford to do it. Now, I thought you looked fantastic in your last fight. Thank you. And it felt like all eyes were on you, a lot of pressure, you're back home. Did you feel it? Like, did you feel, like in retrospect, like that was a lot to deal with, right? I mean, this felt like your big homecoming. This felt like your big moment, right? Yeah, it was extreme pressure. Like, it's the most pressure. You've never felt that before. Like, no, 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 no way. Like, we had a guy in Chris Wade who did really well in the UFC, give Islam probably his toughest fight in the UFC, and he, 
he's talking all this, he's been a season finalist here, all X, Y and Z. And then he's coming over and he's sitting as close as we are saying, I'm going to hold you down, beat you up in front of 6,000 of your friends and family. And I'm like, shit, if I don't show up, he will actually do that as well. And you didn't like him. So I really I, didn't like him. That was legit. No, it's fully legit. I still don't. Even like, after it's over? Yeah, like, I, I just don't like his character. I don't like the way we've always had this back and forth since I first joined the company. And, you know, you kind of got it out on uh, this show. But, yeah, we're just not, we're just opposite characters. Uh, he's got his thing, I've got my thing. Um, all respect to him, we fought it out. That's done now. But, yeah, the pressure, when people talk about this pressure, I just had to deal with yeah. a hell of a lot of pressure in the semis to even get here. And I pulled out the best performance of my career, or one yeah. of them. So I just feel so much more confident coming to this one now. And considering his skill set, right, wrestler, considering Bubba's skill set, does how you performed in that fight give you a lot of confidence going into this fight? Because I think the knock would be, you know, it's kind of gone away, but, you know, that English fighters don't have wrestling, this and that. It's not really a thing as much anymore. But still, like, to do what you did to Chris Wade, now against Bubba, I feel like you have to have a lot of confidence going into this fight considering how the last one went, right? Yeah, I mean, MMA maths don't work. We all know yeah. that. It really doesn't, though. Like, I'm like, yeah, but he beat him and then he beat him. Right, right, right. No, no, no. This is a, f a million dollars on the line. This is change your family's life type of shit. So, like, people are going to fight their ass off. And, like, Chris Wade was a prime example of how I can negate and deal with wrestlers. Yeah. And I think Bubba knows that. And he knows his influence of his fight of his night on Friday. It's of his fight of his life on Friday. And I just, I know that with the skill set that I brought to Wade and what I've added in the last eight weeks, I didn't think it was even possible to raise my ceiling at this age and with this experience but I've raised it again and I can't wait to show everyone how do you feel about Bubba? Bubba's I, cool yeah I don't I like fake rivalries Ariel yeah but it, so what is this one how would you describe it because I see you guys going back and forth but it seems a little friendlier right? I like it okay, you I'm actually... like people are trying to drum up some yeah, yeah. and I'm like the guy's cool like, so don't forget Ariel like, when we did um, lockdown fights we were locked in a bubble for 17 days together so you couldn't leave he had his coach I had my coach then you'd be at breakfast with him, dinner and all that. And then he was one of the guys that I got on with. Like, me and him were oh, just really? laughing joke. Yeah, and his coach, my coach, everyone gets on. And then we knew we were going to fight. It's inevitable in here. And then when we did, it's like, fuck. And then we're trying to hate each other in the stair downs and all that. But we're like, listen, bro, it is what it is. You, you don't have to hate somebody to fight your ass off. And that's what we're going to do. But is it easier when you hate him? No. It's not? I don't think so. I really don't. I mean, uh, like I say, what, 16 years in it, I fought friends, I fought... People I hate, I fought great competitors, like, fought all different types. Like, on the Ultimate Fighter, I fought Mike Wilkerson, and I shared a bunk bed with him for eight weeks. We were super close. Even after the show, we were going out every weekend together in Manchester. Wow. And then got the phone call, you're fighting each other. So I'm used to it. Right. Because there's some fighters, it was just one last week who told me, and I don't remember who it is now, it was like, oh, Dustin. Dustin was telling me, Dustin Poirier, that it's easier for him to get up for the fight, to get motivated to train, to really feel like he can perform at his best when there's some sort of tension there, when there's animosity. But I guess everyone's different. But Ariel, do you need any more motivation than a million dollars? Yeah. Like, put anyone in there, they're going to need three of them. Right. Like, a million dollars. You right. What more motivation? You change your whole family's life in yeah, one night. What do you think you'll do with it? Everyone yeah. says that. Like, what's the first thing you'll buy? There's not one thing that starts. Well, Route 66 is my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait for that. Um, and for anyone watching, I'll document it, like, you know, all the cool bits from, you know, from an English perspective. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's just not... having that, that comfort, right? Like having that security. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. That's what I said. Like to get up in the morning and, and just know, you know, not have to do a nine to five after fighting, invest it correctly and be able to get up, be my own boss. That's, that's what the goal has always been. 
um, and not you know end up in a job after fighting that I don't want to do because fighting didn't pay the bills. That's, right. that's the goal. When's the last time you had a nine to five? I worked security in Manchester long time now. I really threw the towel in and went for it probably about eight years ago. So security, what like at a at a yeah, club or something? Club. Yeah, yeah. What was that it was actually like? Actually, a strip club. Was it? Yeah. Oh my it, god, it, you might see some uh, crazy characters there, right? It was some of the best times of my life. Was it? Yeah. It was. Why? Imagine I was seventeen. Yeah. I started the doors. I was this big. <laughs> I remember turning up for my first day, and the guys like, you know, these are big guys. They're like. But this guy who like everyone respected really vouched for me. He's like, okay. listen, no, this guy's the real deal. But all the other guys are like, what? Really, bro? Like, he looks like a little child. Like, is this guy really going to stop people coming in? And then I earned my respect like that. Did three years of it. And then the Ultimate Fighter call came. And then I did little bits in between, had a gym and little bits here and there. But that was last time I was full-time employed. Anyone try to test you? Because they think you're smaller. They all think... the time. Really? Like, they used to get a kick out of it after about a year. The other guys used to get a kick out of it because no one would say anything to them. But right, they'd be right. like, I had one time in particular, I was there, stood there, and these guys are saying whatever. And then he was like, did your dad get you a job? Wow. Like that. And then I was like, yeah, he was like, well, you can fight him if you want. And they were like, they just looked at me. I was like, there's got to be a reason that he stood there yeah, looking yeah, that yeah. big. So we'll leave that one. Did you get into any fights? A few. A few, but nothing too bad? Nothing too bad, no, no. Nothing but to write home about. As, as a 17-year-old? 17. You're there, what, and your, did your parents know that you were doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't mind? I was paying the bills. I was trying yeah. to chase the dream, I really, you know what I mean? So like, you, were, you, were, you were still, like, you were fighting while doing this? Nine o'clock at night, six in the morning, I'd finish. Fuck. Go home, sleep for an hour or two, train all day, and that was the routine. How'd you do that? It was horrible. How'd you have the strength, the, the, the like, just, like, how are you up for training after that? You have no choice. I mean, yeah. you want to make it happen. Did you go to school or were you done with school at that yeah, point? Yeah, I went to went to college, did mechanical engineering, funnily enough. Jeez, yeah. why that? I was good with my hands and I was actually strangely good at maths. Really? Yeah. Why I, is that strange? I, I don't know. It just was something that I liked history. Right. I was good at PE, physical education, yeah. and I was good at maths. And they were my gifts from God. And then I just ran with them. And... And I remember I, well, I actually qualified the mechanical engineering and they sent me on work experience and I remember going in there and it was just like these old guys that were just really unhappy. And then I thought to myself, wow, is this where it's going to end up? And then it was a chance of like, this is in the infancy of MMA. Like 1% of the, anyone that did MMA was going to make it. And I was like, told my friends and family and everybody, I don't want to do this. Even though I'd finished the qualification, I still have it now. It's like, I don't want to do it. I want to chase my dream. And I did. And now I'm here. Who was the guy that you looked up to that was like, that guy can make it, I can make it? No, it wasn't big enough then to even like, even... Bisping was like in Cage Warriors back then. Wow. Like, I think it maybe maybe just won the Ultimate Fighter. It was very, like 2007, 2008, it was very, very infant. So like, it wasn't even, there was nowhere to go. I was getting yeah. 150 pounds. Yeah, yeah, So it's like, Surely once he started to have some success, that yeah. opened things up a little bit. Did you go to any of those shows in the UK? Cage Warriors, yeah, of course. No, no, the UFC ones. You know, oh, like yeah, UFC yeah, 70, oh. 75. Yeah, Manchester. Yeah, Did all, you go to those? I went to the one where they sat us up all night. Remember that one? Oh my God, yeah, Bisping's title fight. Starting at yeah, midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was even later, like yeah, that was... Page, Dan Henderson. Did you go to those? Yeah, yeah, Manchester wow. Arena. Yeah. So, when you, so when you were watching those, were you thinking like, I'm going to do that one day? No. No. I, I would lie to you if I said that. It I was didn't. too far away. It was like, like impossible. It's probably only this year that I've actually believed that I can do anything with it. What do you mean this year? No, seriously, like... What are you talking about? No, like, seriously, like, it's hard to believe that you can actually be it until you, you, right. you're in touch and distance and like... I think this year my confidence has grown so much 
that I can actually be a world champion now. Like some people say it, but yeah. they don't believe it. Like I always said it, oh, yeah, 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 but I never actually actually believed that I could do it until this year. Why do you think only this year? Like what has changed this year? I think age, oh. experience, um, maturity, training, maturity, yeah. traveling to different gyms, sparring world champions, being around world champions and. Yeah, now now it's deep embedded in my soul now, like it's going to happen. Where's home for you now? Is it UAE or is it... I don't know anymore. You don't even know? Like, I, you don't have like a... Like, where I, are your clothes? Or are you just like a nomad? Like, in a suitcase, you, bro. That's it? You don't have a home? I have a mum's house. I have my mum's house in Manchester. Yes. Would that you, will always be... Didn't you buy that for her? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, you remember that? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a great story. And now she's about to retire on Friday night as well. We've got to retire after that, and that was the next goal. Wait a second. That's the goal? She's going to retire on Friday? Of course. We'll if, get this belt and then... Wow. That's obviously got to be the next one, hasn't it? Yeah. W w what does she do? Well, she's already financially free. Let's have it right. She, yeah. She's got a car. She's got a house paid for. She works and that's only to just like cover whatever she's doing around the house or yeah. whatever. And uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be the plan. She'll be there on Friday. So She's going to be here? Yeah. Well, Mom, what, dad, What does everybody. she do for, her, for, for a living? She's a carer. She okay. cares for elderly people and stuff like that. Amazing. Listen, she's never ever going to retire. My mom's a workhorse. She's like me. That's where I got my mentality. That's where I get my tough resilience. So for her, she's never, ever going to retire. But I'm going to try my best. Yeah. Do what does your dad do? My dad, he works on the rolls, manual labor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Two Why can't he work. retire? He, again, won't do it. Don't, won't do it, huh? He's that guy. Were they supportive of you doing this? Well, when I first started doing it, I started coming home and I was had two big black eyes because like it'd be, but again, infancy. No one knew how to train. We were just punching each other with, there were them little Emma Magles that didn't have anything on, like bag gloves. And I would come home and I'd be like, and then I'd just look at them and I'd be like, they'd be like what are you actually doing inside that place? Yeah. I'm sending you to training. Yeah. You're coming back like this, like, what's going on? I was like, I just love it. And they're like, well, okay. And then when I told them I'm going to drop out of mechanical engineering, I told them I'm going to drop all these things and I'm going to chase it. They're like, if this is really what you want to do, then go ahead. And like, like I say, even now, how many MMA fighters can say they're financially free? Like, I'm nearly there. Right. Not many can even say that, even in the whole world of mixed martial arts, not just PFL, so that's the goal. And you know that a lot of people are sort of rooting for you because everyone thought that you got screwed mm -hmm. and all this stuff, so it would be a nice little bow on this saga of the last few years, right? Do you feel that? Do you feel like people root? Like, in a weird way, that was probably painful, heartbreaking, but it ended up creating this identity for you and making us emotionally invested in your journey more so than I think anyone on the roster because we all felt like you were wronged. So it ended up being a positive, I feel like, for you. Well, it was it was a crazy time in my life, you know, with the whole, I mean, you picked it up probably because of the Rashfords, the Furies, and everybody just started saying, he's like, who's this kid? Yeah. He's come out of nowhere and the whole of the UK are, are rooting for him. Then the whole thing happened and then I think that got you invested, that got oh, a lot of people invested in my career and Funnily enough, this fight week is the only time since then that this hasn't really been brought up or it's not been on the forefront. That's good. It's kind of going to the back of people's now heads. You feel now. like you've created your own story, your own identity. And this is good. You're Three and a half years this. later. God damn. It's like at the back of the interview now. It's like the last question instead yes, of the first. Yes, yes. So we're making progress. I'm sorry for bringing it up. No, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I don't get mad about it. Yeah, like yeah. on that night, it was the worst night in my head and nothing was going to make that okay. But then people around me were like, trust me, this will work out to be the best thing that ever happened to you. And we're here now, we're three and a half years later, the world title's on the table, the million dollars is on the table. Looking back at that, Brendan, if you'd have told him you'll go seven and one, you'll be fighting at MSG for a world title, you're going to beat Chris Wade, you're going to do all these things along the way, you're going to fight in London. Yeah. I'd have been like, 
could I see that at the time? No. No. But I believed in myself. Just kept going. I put my nose to the ground. I worked hard. And this is where hard work gets you. Man. So when you're done, like when you're done with the Darren Till fight and all that, where do you go? Do you go back to Manchester? Uh, where is home for you? I am a nomad, honestly. You're, really? Like this route. You, you don't even have like a, a place in UAE. I thought you had an apartment there. Yeah, I've got an apartment that I rent different. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, yeah, okay. yeah. So I've got an apartment in UAE. Um, I just spent the vast majority of the year in Thailand doing training camps. That, that, my heart's kind of there as well, but I'm not sure yet. Manchester, I've got my house. My always been my home. Right. Um, but it just shows what kind of mindset I'm in because instead of wanting to go and sit on a beach in Barbados, I want to go driving Route 66 yeah, after it. it. So it's it. like, yeah, I want to explore. And I feel like with this job that I have, I don't get to do fun things like that because you don't get two weeks where you haven't you can switch off mentally. Sure. So now two weeks I can switch off mentally and just take my time and see the world. How do you win? I think I'll stop Bubba, I really do. I, oh. I really think I'll stop him. I think he's going to get tired. I keep saying it to him. I really do think he's <laughs> going to get tired. That three-round fighter thing's really hurting him. It's really playing on his head. Every time I say it, he's brought it up in every single interview. So there's got to be some truth to it. Um, I'm a five-round fighter. I always have been. I just think it's deep water time. Um, and yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. I'm going to finish it. I have to ask you, before we started talking about uh, football, I need to ask uh, Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo. Do we hate him? How much do we hate this guy? Turncoat? I wouldn't want to be him in Manchester now. Can't go back. Bit of a shame, don't you think? Like he Why had... would he do that, Ariel? He ruined everything. He bit the hand that fed him all them years. He started talking about the the back staff, the chef. Yeah. The, the facilities haven't lot. changed. The manager's no good. Rooney's no good. I'm like, bro, this, this place made you. Like he can't even come back like in 10, 15 years, old timers day, right? Like him coming back, I don't think they'd, they'd accept him. It's just like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't very nice to hear, was it really? What do you want to Especially take? to Piers Morgan. I mean, are you a fan and of And Piers was just teeing uh, him he up. He loved it. No, he was, he was eating oh, it up. He was eating it, was it up. So and also, if I'm a fan of Portugal, I'm like, did we really need this? Did we need this? We've well, seen the Bruno Fernandes thing. Yeah, oh, tremendous. Turned his back. Like, I love that. It. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. That guy's a legend. Now he's a Manchester yeah, yeah, hero. Yeah, he's a legend. But like... Did you think it was to try to get, you know, bought out? Did you think that was his end goal? Someone mentioned to me that he was doing it for publicity and he did gain oh, yeah. how many hundred million Instagram for like, maybe it was like a, he's got that power hungry now that he wanted to. And now Bex is going to bring him here. That's what they're saying. Him and Messi to Miami. He's going to end his career in, in MLS. It's a little bit weird. He's still a great player though. That's Would you a... be mad at Bex for that? Beckham's kind of like, picks his side. Yeah, he does. You know what I mean? Like, listen, there's some truth to what Ronaldo was saying. We're not all blind. Glazers. Like, yeah, we're not at the best time, you know. sell it. Glazers are up for sale, I'm here. Yeah. Let's see, let's see. But we'll always be Manchester United. We'll always be the powerful Reds. And whatever we'll be, we'll be. And we'll always be the best team in the world and in Manchester, especially. Yeah, well, I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, the the, uh, the table would say different. You know, it's my squad. You know who my, I support. My friend plays room. Jesse, Jesse Lingard, yeah, my yeah. guy. Very good friend of mine. Hey, I know. He, I yeah. saw him when he shouted you yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, legend. I grew up with Jesse. You actually grew up with him? I actually grew up with him. What His a whole legend. family came to my fight in New York last time. His mom, his dad, his brothers. Yeah, Can I tell yeah. you He's story? always busy with... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's playing great lately. He's been getting some chances. They were keeping him on the bench, which I wasn't happy about. Yeah. But he's. I went... Uh, I went to uh, Cardiff in early September to go to a WWE show because I do work with BT Sport. Yeah. Right before, I noticed that 
Nottingham Forest was playing at Man City. So I drove from London to Man City and I went to that game that was 6-0, 6-0 Man City where uh, Holland got the hat-trick in the first half. I don't wow, know if you remember this. I remember It was incredible. That. But I, they, uh, Nottingham hooked me up with tickets and they put me at the away end. So I was sitting with all the Nottingham Forest fans which was, and they gave me a jersey which is somewhere. So they, this is why you sponsored? Why, why this is why well, I picked them. I was an Everton fan but then Meatball Molly stabbed me in the back and won't come on the show anymore because of her, you know, not so nice manager who asks for payment to come on and do media. It's a lot of shady people. You know this, who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's not a fan of mine. So now he doesn't let Patty and Molly, who I was having on the show before anyone Why was talking. get like this? It's horrible. It's a horrible thing. Anyway, yeah. so then I decided I'm going to be Nottingham. So then I go to the, the, the game because I like the logo, 23 years, not in the Premier League. And I'm sitting there and there's all these fans right. and there's one woman sitting by herself in the away section who, let's be honest, doesn't look like the fans at all. And then I hear her on the phone speaking with an English, uh, American accent. So I just said to her, I was like, you don't, you seem out of place here. It was Jesse's girlfriend. Wow. So I watched the whole game with her, but then he didn't play. So it was a little bit awkward. Anyway, well, I don't know if you- picked a crazy team there. So random. Yeah. Well, what they, they signed, I think, uh, 27 guys or something. Yeah, they're going for it. Yeah. They're going for it. We're, I think, bottom three right now, but I feel good. But Jesse's the man. Please tell him I say- I will do. We support- Jesse Is he an MMA fan? Kind of. He'll watch it because I'm fighting. He wouldn't know anything he, if he came he's on. Won- nah. nah, he wouldn't know. Nah. Is he going to watch on Friday? Of course. Yeah, yeah? yeah. The whole family will be. No, is he coming? No, no, he's not coming. Okay. They came to the last time I fought MSG. They flew over, but he's obviously he's in Dubai. And why right isn't now. he on uh, on England? You know how it is. Yeah. It gets technical, doesn't it? Right. If you're not in the big teams, it gets very technical. You know how I like Dino Henderson. Yeah. That's you know my who guy. else? Do you know who else would have been a good start? Man United too. Yeah, Welbeck would have been good this year. Yeah. Welbeck's been having a great season. You guys are okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what's going to happen? Two o'clock. Uh, I say two-one England, and then around ten o'clock. 50 to 45, Brendan. Let's just say it's going to be an absolutely fantastic day for English people. They're going to be like, they're going to have another world champion. And by the way, they've only ever had two. That's yeah, true. Ever. Uh, Michael Bisping, Bisping and, Leon. and Leon. And guess what? It's about three Lions, three titles. Wow, that is something. Well, this has been lovely. Brendan, come hug it Pleasure, out. Pleasure, Ariel. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been Thank great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, good luck to you. Thank you, brother. Safe travels. Please tell Darren I don't say hi. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you so much. There he is. <laughs> Brendan Lochnay joining us, going for the million dollars on uh, Friday. And look who it is. Wow, my old friend. Hello, Kayla. Wow. We say, can we hug it out? We better. Wow. Oh my gosh, what a hug. Kayla, so good to see you. Please have a seat. Oh, this you. is a very big day. All the PFL stars, the invasion. What do you got over there? Oh, that's your... Uh, I have two mics already on my back, so I said Why? the third. You come with a lot of uh, camera people, huh? Yeah. There's my guy, Jeff. There's Hello, everyone. Oh, shit, it's Diego. <laughs> yes, you've got the PFL social team here. Uh, Was it stressful to come? Me. Why is he haunting you? He's just been everywhere. A, I had to do a, a, do you know Reddit? I had to do a of course. Reddit oh, AMA. Yes. last night for an hour. Oh. They decided to book that for an hour. Were you mad so about Diego, it? Not mad, but not happy. Okay. Kind of like. And are you the one typing or is he typing? Well, at one point I had to take over because he, he was just messing it up so bad. And then I, then I got annoyed because he spilled Celsius on his laptop so his keyboard didn't work oh, properly so boy, then I gave it back mess, and no, it was a nightmare uh, but any, I had fun any hard hitting questions you know anything I should know about anything I should ask I didn't read it 
Well, I'm not surprised. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Kayla, it's so great. Last time you were here, do you remember what you no. were doing the last time you were here? Announcing PFL. It was 2017. You hadn't even fought in MMA yet. No, I think the last time I was here, we announced PFL partnership with ESPN. No, because I was already at ESPN. You came to my ESPN studio way back in the day in Bristol. But when you right. came here, you had just, I think, came out with your book. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was we're talking right, about like this specific place. This specific place. place. Oh, I thought you were talking about no, the last no, time no. I came to No, you. no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. The last time was before I fought. Right. Yeah. And now look at you. Look at me now. I have a lot of questions about this Larissa Pacheco who you're fighting. She seems to be trying to get under your skin. She's making this very personal that she says like, oh, you're not such a nice person. You she think said you're that? Th Yeah. In fact, you, you want to hear, I'll, I'll read you the exact quote. Do you want the exact quote? Yeah. Why? Are you surprised by any of this? I didn't know that. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me pull it up. Because she did an interview with um, Guilherme Cruz, who's our uh, expert in, in Brazil, Brazilian MMA. My thing is loading here. It's taking forever. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, you were locked out. I was. Yeah, I texted okay, you. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Is everything okay? I got it. Yeah, right, you I'm made in it. here now. Uh, well, let me get this right. Um, <laughs> Larissa Pacheco told me on the podcast this week that drops tomorrow that Kayla hasn't evolved at all since her fights in 2019. Also, her style is boring and fans don't like it. I also read that she says that you think that you're like the queen of MMA and that like you're, do you feel, do you feel like any of this is just her trying to get under your skin or any of this I is. I I'm the queen of MMA. So okay. All right. <laughs> that's all right. Fair. Like, like that you're above everyone. I don't think that I'm, a, I mean, no, I don't think I'm above everyone and she's entitled to her opinion. If she thinks I'm boring, then, you know, she can stop me. Okay. Do you feel like she has evolved a lot since your first two no. fights? I think you could make a case that she has gotten better. Because when you first, I feel like she's gotten a lot more respect now as a potential threat. Well, I think that she's gotten a lot more physical. Mm -hmm. um, I think that she has gotten a lot of confidence, which is an important part of the sport. Right. Like you're stepping inside of a cage and they're locking the door. You need to have confidence in yourself. She's, she's matured in that way. Confidence is a huge factor in any MMA fight. Um, <clears throat> But I also think that we fought three years ago. It was I fought her my third fight and my sixth fight. No, sorry, my fourth and my sixth fight. So I was ten fights ago. Right. We're talking about a, a wealth of knowledge that I have now, and right. I think she, you know, she's got all first round finishes. She doesn't. She's got a lot of experience, but like, yeah, I'm used to digging deep. So more pressure on you, I feel like, because you already beat her twice rather convincingly, right? So to yeah, do it I mean, a third it's time, just like. Yeah, it's kind of lose-lose, yeah. right? Like, it's like... When you saw that she was going to be the one, was a part of you a little bit bummed? I mean... Because it's hard to get up for it, right? No, it's not hard to get up for it. Like, I know that she's a serious threat. Okay. I've been in the cage with her for eight rounds. I understand her abilities. Maybe if the rest of the world doesn't, I do. Right. Um, and she earned her shot. You know, she earned her way back to the title. So um, I'm prepared for it. I'm prepared for the the best version of Larissa Pacheco on Friday night. I think that... She's got nothing to lose, and I have to go out there, and I have to make no mistakes, and I have to be the best version of me on Friday night. How would you describe this past year for you? Mm. Um, it's been a hell of a year, Ariel. It's been a hell of a year. It's been uh, a lot of stuff behind the scenes. I probably say that more than anyone in the world, but <laughs> it's actually true. Just a lot of stuff going on. Um, and I feel really blessed. I feel really blessed to 
to be here, to be doing this, to be alive, um, to get to do what I love every day with the people that I really care about. Um, oh my God, don't get emotional. I'm just really, I'm excited for Friday night. I'm excited um, to put an end to sort of the season format as well, to go and continue my legacy and um, to see what comes next. And I want to ask you about that because I think you made some news regarding that recently. Mm-hmm. But uh, could I ask, why Why did that question elicit emotion? Um, I've just had a lot of health stuff this year okay. um, that I've kind of been going through behind the scenes. And I'm not really ready to discuss it yet. It's still something that is not um, – I'm not ready to share. Um, but – it's been a hard year, and I would just encourage everyone um, do your checkups, go to the doctor, um, hug the people you love, and really, like, it's so silly, but just don't take anything for granted, you know? I think that I'm on the outside probably one of the healthiest people on the planet, right? Like, I'm a professional athlete, but. Um, Shit can still happen. Right. So we saw that recently with the uh, Rumble, with Elias Theodoru, like people who look and yourself, like you guys look like you are the prime example of what a healthy person should look like. And then, yeah. And I don't know what you're referring to, but I mean, I just thought of Elias, like Elias looked like the guy was shredded, Rumble mm-hmm. shredded. And then you mm-hmm. see these things can affect anyone. Yeah. Um, these things that are on the inside, not so right. much on the outside. <clears throat> um, would you say this has been the one of the tougher years of your life? I think it's tougher in the sense that like when you're dealing with health scares or you're dealing with like, like you look at those guys, like you're dealing with something that you can't, like I, you can't outwork that. Sure, you, you can can't rehab out, it or something. You can't like, you can't dig deep and find a way to beat it. Like this is, this is, um, this is something that you really have to surrender to and you're totally out of control and you have to trust the process and really trust God and understand that there's a purpose for everything and kind of just come to terms with that. And that is something I think that my whole life I have never been able to do. Like, I think because of my past and because of my history, I've always been a bit of a control freak, right? I've been a perfectionist. I've been like, I'm always in charge. Nothing is ever out of my control. I handle everything. I work harder than everyone. You know, I'm the straight A student. I'm the two-time Olympic gold medalist. I'm the this, I'm the that. And there's something sort of really terrifying to me about not being in control. But I have also found this year, like, to be really freeing for me. Like, maybe it almost happened so that I could become a better version of me and I could become better as a result of this. Like I've never felt more at peace than I have this year. I've never been more scared. Um, but I've also never felt more peace. Um, just realizing that like, you know, some shit is just out of my control and I just have to like, the most important thing I can do is live my life the way I want to live it. Like, I don't care what you know, people online say, I don't care. Honestly, I don't care what anyone thinks. Like I have to do what's best for me and my family. And, um, that's it. And, uh, again, don't want you to, t- but are, are you okay for Friday? 
Yeah. Because I think that people would think like, oh my gosh. Uh, Look at me. I'm in the best shape of my life. Okay. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Like I said, I have a new piece and I have yeah. a, a, I think you can ask any of my coaches. This has been the best camp. Um, I'm in the best shape of my life and I've been in really good shape before. Right. Um, and I just feel really good. I feel really good. Um, and I'm excited. You know, I, I am truly blessed not just to be alive, but to get to do what I love, like to live a life worth living, you know, like to me, this is a life worth living. And I'm going to, I'm going to embrace it all on Friday night. So recently, as I mentioned, uh, you said, this is it for you with the tournaments. Yeah, for and, sure. And so what is it just like one-offs now? Well, I have two more fights left on my contract with the PFL. Does that so include Friday? No. Okay. So after this, after yep. Friday, I'll, I'll have two more fights. Um, is there a time limit? Yes. I want to say 12 months, six months, 12 months, something like that. I don't know exactly. The difference between six and 12. I know. Well, mm. you know, <laughs> I'm not, so would you I say don't have the contract. 2024 20, uh, is when it's done. Like it, it, it goes through 2023. I think it ends sometime in 2023. Okay. And it ends immediately. Immediately. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? So, like, there's no, there's no matching or anything. There's like no that? matching. Oh my! There's no restriction. There's no, um, like, thirty days. Right. Nothing. And why? No. Why does? Uh, why does the tournament stuff end on Friday for you? Um, well, first, because I only have two fights left in my contract, not four. And second, because I just feel like, you know, a part of this year and going through everything I've gone through this year is me realizing that. Um, I need to chill out. Like I, I, four fights in six months is absolutely insane. And I've done it three times now. Right. And you've heard, you know, Rory talk about it. You've heard Pettis talk about it. Like this is very mentally, physically, it's a grind. And I'm not, I'm still obsessed with my goal and I'm still obsessed with the sport and I love it more than anything. But I'm also like, I also love my children more than anything. And I'm so damn tired when I get home at night. Like, you know, we go outside and we play with the chickens, but I bring a lawn chair and I sit in the lawn chair because I'm exhausted, right. you know? So I want to be able to, to be the best me for them as well. And there are things that I want to do with them, experiences. I just want to be able to be more present and like a better version of me. So next year, I'm going to probably train once a day it's going to be hard for me, but I'm going to train once a day. What do you do now? I train twice a day. Okay. Um, so I'm going to try and train once a day until I know I have a fight. And then I'll go back to training twice a day for that period of time. Do you take any days off? Um, Sunday. Sunday, okay. Sunday. Sunday. And so you do two more fights, and those will just be like one-offs, right? Super mm -hmm. fights, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call them. Mm -hmm. Do we have any idea who those opponents will be? Nope. Any chance? I mean, you know who we want, but... It's, Do you think there's any chance or? I, ask me on November 26th. That would be when? Saturday? Saturday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit until Saturday. Okay. What about Aspen Lad? Yeah, that's exciting. That I'm could excited. Be, that would be a good, good I think fight. that would be a nice step up, right? An appropriate step up? I mean, I think that Pacheco would blast her into a million pieces, so. Oh, you think so? <laughs> Are you kidding? No, I'm not. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. You think Pacheco is that much better? I think Pacheco beats Cyborg right now. Really? Yes. You, I'm not just saying that. So that's the problem with this fight for me, for you. Yeah. I feel like you won't get that credit. No. Does Which that annoy fine. you? I don't need it. I don't care. 
eh, it's nice to get the credit. I guess. Like, because you did it twice. That doesn't keep me warm at night. Right. You know? Like, I'm not like, oh, my God, people. people no, I know. know. But people, you want, I mean, that, isn't that part of the reason why we went through this whole thing last year, right? You wanted to show people that you were better no, than. No, I want to show myself. Right. Okay. It's about me. Right. No offense to anyone. But, yeah, I mean, I know that she's an excellent fighter. She's a great fighter. She's very good. Um, I haven't watched a ton of Aspen Lad footage or anything yet just because I've been preparing for this, but. I heard her describe herself as a, uh, what did she say, like kind of a grind, like she likes the grind and to grapple, like heavy grappling based. And then she said something about like, I would love to fight Kayla. And I was like, oh my God, that's such a bad idea. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. Could, could that happen at 45? Yeah. Are you open to that? Yeah. 35, no chance, right? No. No. Someone told me recently... And I thought that it was BS, that you were open to 35, no, this and that. No, I'm not open to 35. 45. I that, wish. I, right. Someone asked me, I think on Reddit, oh. what weight, if I could fight any weight class, what would I, like if I could. Right. And I said 35 because I think all the baddest baddies are probably there and I want to be the baddest baddie of them all. Right. Hmm. It, it, can you say that after these two, like the three fights, uh-huh. that you will move on? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Friday. Right, that's all you care about. Live on ESPN pay-per-view. How do you feel about that? Indifferent. Okay. I mean, I'm annoyed slightly if I'll be I'm from the honest. Okay, tell us. You see, I love when Kayla gets real. Uh, First of all, do you get a a cut? No. Well, that's messed up. Agreed. Why are you annoyed? Um, I think just like, obviously I'm not a member of the board or, you know, a decision maker, but... What does Cyborg keep saying? Let's see if she sells pay-per-view. Let's see if right. she sells pay-per-view. So, like, from a personal standpoint, it's a little frustrating to me that they make the first pay-per-view fight a fight that I've already had twice, um, and they only give it, like, a month to sell. Right. I, I just, I was kind of like, oh, well. I mean, I get paid the same. So right. It's no skin off my back, but. Price point has been... Uh, I would have liked to have helped promote it better. I right. would have liked to have helped, you know. I think you say it at the beginning of the year, like, hey, the season starts now on ESPN, and at the end of the year, right. we're going to pay-per-view. You're going to get to watch people's lives change. You know, I just... That's my opinion. Do you feel like the price point is too high? Steep 50 bucks, no? In this day and age, when the UFC pay-per-views are an established thing, and those are 70 bucks. So now in the span of three weeks, you're asking people to pay $120 for pay-per-view if they're yeah. going to buy the UFC I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, um, obviously I'm just a fighter. Right, so. I know. But you're more than a fighter. You're the face. You're Thanks. a businesswoman. No, it's true <laughs> though, right? I mean, at the end of the day, and let me just say this, like, if Cyborg is saying that. <clears throat> she and, is. And I like Cyborg. And she, we're fine. I like Rhea. What pay-per-views has she sold? Je ne sais pas. Good French. Thank you. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's very fair. And I mean, I think it's just, you know, it is what it is. Look, like, I have a job to do on Friday night. My job is to get in the cage and fight, um, to go out and to submit my legacy, to continue on that path. And I hope people tune in because they want to see greatness in the making. You know, I'm not there yet. We all know I'm not there yet, but I promise you that I'm going to get there. And when I do, you're going to want to have witnessed all of it because... I'm a bad motherfucker, and you can't stop me. You want to watch. Um, how many more years do you think you want to do this for, and has the past year changed your plans? I mean, you know, 
unfortunately, a lot of stuff is still up in the air. So okay. I don't know. But if it was up to you, like if there was... I mean, I I wanna I wanna I wanna be able to walk away satisfied. I wanna be able to walk away and know that um, I've accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish in this sport. So I'd say I've still got a couple years left in the tank. What are the things that you haven't accomplished yet? I I mean, I don't think that I, I'm the greatest yet. Okay. I don't think that I have um, left a shadow of a doubt. You know, like I think there are a couple different roads to that. You know, whether it be certain fights or certain promotions or there are multiple paths to greatness, but I'm not there yet. Do you think you're not there yet only because you, not because of your skills, but just because you haven't been given the opportunity to be there yet? Like when you At look- At this point, yeah. Which one? That I haven't been given the opportunity yet. Right now, skill for skill, you think you're the I best. I think I, yes. You've already proven that in your mind. No, I have no, no. I haven't proven it, but I think I am. No, I like believe you, I am. Yeah, I believe you, I'm ready. Right. I believe like when you that watch the other people who are in the right. uh, the top five, whatever. I believe you, yeah. that I can beat them. Right. Mm-hmm. And if this was pound for pound, like I, I sometimes still get crap when I say that you're, I think you're top five pound for pound. Thank you. The only knock is. I haven't you, fought You don't have anybody. the resume. Right. I understand. I mean, in reality, like you look at, you know, no one has like, who has like a crazy awesome, like Amanda. Okay, Amanda beat Ronda when Ronda was hot shit. Amanda beat uh, Valentina. Amanda beat Cyborg. Like, she beat all of these, these, but, like, Cyborg, like, what are we talking about? Who has she beat that I haven't beat that's like, oh, my God, she beat that person? Like Gina Carano? Um, well, that was, like, <laughs> that was 100 years you're ago. Like, you were, like, 12. <laughs> How old were you in 2009? 19. 19, all right. You were getting ready for the Olympics? Mm-hmm. Did you you didn't think that any of this, right? What was yeah. your original plan post Olympics? Like I was when gonna you be were, a firefighter. Firefighter. Yeah. Wow. Did you actually train for that? Yeah. So I took the test. I took the exams. Wow. Um, I got hundred, by the way, just in case anyone's wondering. And by the way, is the test like a a written test or a you... written and a physical? Wow. Mm-hmm. Those tests must be super hard. Mm. The physical one? Don't they want to know like who can actually? Yeah, train? but not as hard as you would imagine. Like you do have to like carry a. Uh, like a hose and like push. They don't put you in like super hot temperatures. No, really? No, not like. I would think not to, to get on the, the list. Then you go like so. This is to get on the list Got in it. your city to become a firefighter. And then if they choose you off the list, then you go to training. And that I'm sure. So my ex at the time, he he got on the fire department and he had to go to six weeks training um, at the academy. And that is much more intense. Like they simulate fires and they like. And why firefighter? My coach, Big Jim, was a firefighter for 36 years. And. um, You wanted to go from two-time Olympic gold medalist to firefighter? No, no, no. So this is, okay, let me rephrase this. This was in 2012 when I was 22 before I had won the Olympics. Like I took the test. I took the exams because my coach, Big Jim, was like, you know, when in case you don't win, like you need to have, you need to have an income. Like he's always worried about Mm -hmm. money for me. Um, so Not after, anymore, you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> after the second Olympics, I was supposed to go work for the International Judo Federation. Oh, and they offered me like twenty-five k salary a year. Yeah, Jesus. And I said, uh, no thanks. Thank you. Wow, to do what? I mean, I had I wrote I wrote up a whole plan. Like I was gonna help grow judo in the United States and like market it. I was gonna do like inner city programs. I was gonna go teach judo for women in like, uh, you know, underprivileged countries. And I was gonna commentate. Oh, wow. 
I had like a whole, like I was going to be on a world tour. And they offered you 25K for this. Yeah. So then you said thanks, but no thanks. Yep. Then you win Olympics. This is after the Olympics. So I, I won the Olympics for the second time. This is the second time. Mm-hmm. Then I have, you know, then I send my proposal. They bring me to Paris and have me do all this. You know, they, they wine and dine me. Like, buy me fancy shoes. Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, all right, like, this is going to be a good deal. I don't need a lot of money. Like, I just need enough to, I live in Boston, so. And then they said, we can offer you 25K a year. And I was like, that doesn't even cover my rent. Right. Sorry. And that was it. And then what'd you do? Well, I was super depressed at the time, to be honest with you. I was suffering, like, a post-Olympic, like, slump. Common? Very. For the winners or for everyone? I think for everyone. Okay. I think that... Um, what does that look like? Like you're not leaving the house, you're not training? Yeah. No, I was like, you know those like really sad rom-com movies where the girl, like there's a breakup and there's like Chinese food all yeah, over. And ice they're cream. Just, yeah, yeah, that was me. That was you. That was me. Wow. I had never even watched Netflix and then I had like seen everything what? in the space of a couple months. And why were you so depressed? I just didn't have an identity. Like... Who are you if you're not Kayla Harrison, Olympic champion? Like who? But you still are. You just didn't have that goal to go for. Well, I didn't have anything to wake up for. Sure. Like, did you consider a third time? Heck no. Okay, you didn't. No, 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 no. Why? Too hard? I was just, I was, I mean, I wanted to quit before the second Olympics. Okay. I was like, we got, we were in Hungary for the last tune-up tournament. It was like a couple months before, maybe a month before the Olympics. We had just been in Paris training, and then we went to Croatia to train, and then we finished with the tournament in Hungary. And my hand was hurt. I didn't want to compete. I was like, I was in the finals against a girl who I'd beaten already six times. And I told my coach I didn't want to compete because I wanted to save my hand because I was nervous. Like, I didn't want to make it worse for the Olympics. And... Big Jim just like, oh, my God. He ripped into me. He said that I didn't have what it takes to win. Wow. And that, you know. You're already a gold medalist. That I was pathetic and that, you know, I had no heart left in me and, like, ripped, ripped into me. Like, I was – and normally when he gets like that, I cry. But I was so mad. Like, I was like – how can he say this to me? Like, you know, I was like so offended and pissed off and angry. And I wanted to just be like, fuck it, I'm out, you know. But this is also like part of his tactics of like bringing out the best in me. Like, right. you know, he like, he got that last month, like I trained my ass off. and So you didn't bail? No, no, I didn't. Right. I won again. Unbelievable. But then you knew you were done. Yes. Yes. No, I hated judo by that point. Who's the one that ultimately convinced you to go to MMA? I convinced everyone to let me. <laughs> they all wanted you not to? Oh, my gosh. But you were anti it. So then I what was. was the point where you decided, okay, now I'm yeah, into it? Yeah, remember I did that yeah. press conference after the Olympics. It was heartbreaking was like, to see that. Really? I remember. Yeah, of course, because we all thought, oh, this is the next, you know, Ronda, this is the one, blah, blah. And you were up there on the international <laughs> stage and just shitting on MMA. <laughs> And we all thought like you were the next big thing. Oh, really? You guys thought that? I remember us talking about it on this show. Aww. Oh, there's no chance. She's not into it. You didn't like the politics. You didn't like the yeah. the, the hoopla. You didn't like no, the trash No, I mean, talk. it was just like at a time where it was like, I mean, you have to understand in judo, like no one ever, no one ever taught, like no one even. Yeah. And this no is Prime Connor. Ever, right. This is Prime Connor, Rhonda, Rhonda just, yeah. like her pushing Holly. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. see right through your preacher's daughter, you know, and I was like, <gasps> 
you like, I mean, we bow on the mat to right. show respect and like. But in that moment, you were being serious, right? Oh yeah, that was no, not like I a meant front. it. No, no, I meant I wasn't like. What do you call it? What is it? A work? A work? A yes, work. yes, yes. No, it was not a work. Oh my gosh, what a I great was term. like, no, I was like, absolutely not. Like this is not for me. Okay. Um, and then I went to, I went to a training session. I went and hit pads with who? Um, this guy Andy Cody. Okay. In um, Boston at Sid Yatong, yep. Mark De La Gratis yep. gym. Yep. And it was really fun. I was so out of shape, and like, how how far removed is this from the Olympics? This is like six months later. Okay, who gets you off the couch to go there? Uh, I think just me. You just said, "All right, I gotta do something." I think that Ali got me a contract to commentate. Okay. For who? And for World Series. Oh, okay. Who's Ali? By the way, just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my god! Kill, why do you have right, to say these things? Why? Get it out of your things? system. Why? Get it I didn't out do anything. System. Come on. We had Marlon. We had you. Get it out of your system. <laughs> what else kidding. do you need to say? I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Um. So I was like, well, if I'm going to commentate, I need to like understand yeah. what's going on. And I went to my first pad session, and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like, it was different from judo. It was like, I was a complete noob, and like, I sucked at it. And I was like, oh, I like this. So I started going back and about a month later, I went to my first sparring session and some chick like punched me in the face. Oh my God. Or yeah, some little, little, little chick punched me in the face and I was like, oh no, that's it. Like we're wow. doing this. And so then I had to convince Jimmy and Big Jim and my mom and my grandparents and- Really? You know, like- They were all against it. Oh my God. My and mom's a nurse, my grandmother's a nurse. Right. They're like, Concussion, you know, yeah. they're like CTE, like definitely didn't want me to do it. Big Jim and Jimmy were like, you've done enough. Like you need to like live a good life. You, what are you going to do? Like, I just don't like it for you. You've, you know, you're going to go out there and, and get kicked in the head or hurt and like so against it. And Big Jim was like, I'm not going to get on board with this until you show me you're serious. Could so, you have done it if he wasn't on board eventually? Or would you have felt... Would I have pursued yeah. it if Big Jim didn't get on? Yeah. No. If you would have said, no, I'm not signing off. I, I think that I would probably not. I mean, oh, that's tough. I was obsessed right off the rip. I would have convinced him. So this is like not a thing okay. that would all have right. existed. Right. Like I would have just like talked him into it. So eventually they all got on board. Eventually they all got on board. Even your mom and grandmother? Yes. They just like it when I win really fast. Right. But you know how it is. Like, Do you let your kids watch? They're here. They're, they're here. Yeah. Is this they, the first they time? They just landed. My daughter's been to other fights, but this is the first time my son is going to come live. She's been to your fights? Yeah. And this is the first time seeing you live? Has he seen you on TV live? He watched me um, He watched me in London because it was in the afternoon. So it was oh, like he was right, awake. Right, right, right. Normally we don't keep his... How do you feel about them being there? I'm excited. You're not nervous? It doesn't add a... No. I mean, I'm just more excited for like... I'm excited that they're in New York City. Like, they're like... Have they ever been? No. Oh, wow. They're like jacked up. Do you want to... I'll show you the picture. Of okay, sure. My son in the... Wait, is he already here? Yeah, they just oh, landed. Wow. They're going with me to the balloon blow up after this. Oh, for Macy's. Look at him. Oh, he got the I Love New York. Yeah, yeah. he's jacked up. That that's is amazing. A, now, will like you stay here friend. for, uh, you know, past... Like, will you do stuff Yeah, we're going to stay for a couple days after. Okay, that's nice. Um, you could come on the show on Monday and talk about uh, the win. We leave Monday, but... Perfect, yeah. perfect. Okay. Yeah, thanks for... I mean, you didn't. Yeah, well, you didn't I didn't. Ask. I didn't. I hardly even thought you were going to be here. I thought maybe you know the outer forces would stop this from happening. 
Just like why the, do you always have no, such like little forces, faith like, in me? I don't know. Well, even yesterday, you call. I say. By the way, no, yes, you call me when someone's talking shit, and you say, "Do you want to come on?" And I'm no, like, "Yeah, have they, me that come was on." True, that was true. So like, even yesterday, like I said, not... "See you tomorrow," and all I got was the double tap like. I didn't get like, oh, excited Ariel, to come in. Do you have any idea? I think I, I got a double tap like. I'm doing right now. Are you doing like, a lot? Is it a lot? Are they putting? To, should I call Pete Murray? <laughs> what? You're gonna call Pete for me? Easily. No, I'll call it's right not now. a lot. It's a lot, but it's not like. Are they overworking you? No, it's more just like I. You're the face. I just don't like. You get a heart because that means I saw it. I mean, my family's coming into Same. town. There's all this media I have point. to do. Like me too. You know. Ali's like everyone is just like too much. You want me to call him up? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you know what? It's Thanksgiving. You guys should just bury the hatchet I agree. right now on Thanksgiving. Is he here? Do you want me to call him? Do it. Okay. Oh, this is going to be incredible. Are you really going to do it? I don't believe she has the chutzpah to do it. Chutzpah. Do you know what that means? Nope. Like the panache, the balls. Oh wow, this is good. What are you going to say? Let me handle this. This is great theater. Okay, guys, this is live on the air right now. It's been three and a he's half years. He's probably watching and he's not going to yeah. answer. <laughs> Come on. Answer. 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 Or he's still asleep. What? It's it's 1030 on the West Coast. He had to go to a funeral yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, maybe this is the right time to bury the hatchet. That's what I'm saying. Life is short. It would mean a lot to me. It would mean a lot to me. Okay, I'm going to text him. We used to be the answer closest of friends. The phone, puta. Wow. You're that close? You call him puta? I call everybody puta. Not me. It would be, you know what? Life's too short, as you said, right? It is. Who needs enemies? Who needs drama? We Ariel, all have I'm telling you right now, there is just, it's pointless. What good does that do? Like, what, do you feel better? Does Ooh, it, me personally? No, like, does I don't it, even know what the feud is based on. Does it, like, but just the energy, like... It's not worth it, man. I'm telling you, it's not worth it. I agree. Hello. Did you write back? No. I'm gonna be sitting here all day. I make oh, him oh, more oh. money than all of his clients I know. combined. He better be saying, my phone call. Miss Kayla, what can I do for you? Yes, Queen. Yes. <laughs> y a s s s Queen. Yes. Come on, no. I'm trying. I'm Probably sorry. watching right now. He is this definitely is a very watching. Good chance. It's the problem with doing a live show. <laughs> Damn it, we were so close. I tried. But, you know, there it is. Yeah, I, I see tried. the name. Come on. Do you think he's going to be mad that you pulled this stunt? Can't be mad at you. How can you be mad at me? Here's what I have to I say about you. I just want world peace. Since we're talking about this, what is it like knowing that of his incredible roster, you're the only one that has the balls to consistently Marlon come on? Marlon just came on. No, consistently come on. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, Why are I don't you? think about that. Yeah, I give you a lot of props. We need to immortalize you just for this alone on the uh, on the wall. Look at the names. Oh. Nope. Here he is. Oh, this is great. Alibaba. What's up, kid? Hey. This is long. Okay, don't be mad at me, okay? Yes. All right, listen. It's Thanksgiving. We just, we talk a lot about how life is short, right? Yes. We talk a lot about how, like, it's too short and, and it's fucking, it's brutal and unforgiving and you never know what's going to happen, right? Yes, Can you bury the hatchet with Ariel? Okay, can you tell him that real quick for tell me? You're on the show. Tell him you're on the you're air. You're on the you're on the air. You're on the air. You're not on speaker yet. Can you say that? I'm good. This is all good. 
It's important. Remember, life is short. I miss you, Ali. Do you want to Salam alaikum, my brother. Give peace a chance. We have to come together. Don't forget. Don't forget Long Island City. Who saw you back right. in the day? I miss you, my brother. Okay. Power to the people. You, too, far. You too, far? too far. What? You went too far. Oh, it's my fault. You were, yeah. Too much talking? Yeah, I was trying to. You're being fresh now. I'm not being I'm fresh. I'm being genuine. I'm being, I'm being, trust me. <sighs> I ruined that. One day. Uh, you don't think that worked out? Oh, no, he's not happy. Why? But wouldn't it? I, I think that I caught him off guard. I, pre- I, think, I think you should have started the conversation saying I'm on the show. Yeah, probably. I didn't yeah. handle it that well. No, I thought you handled it very well. It was genuine. It was I heartfelt. mean, I mean it. I, think, I, actually, I just want you guys to get a, like, who I cares? actually thought that went a lot better than, than you are saying right now. He yeah. said, I heard him say I'm good. I like him. He said, I don't have beef with nobody. There you go. We're all good. So I think we, we made something happen. We made some, we, look, we were here and now we're here. And by the way, let the record show, I didn't ask you to do that. No, no, I wanted to do it. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. No, no, that. I, I genuinely You're salt like, of the earth. Yeah. Mench. Mench. Yeah, Minch. it would be nice. What's Minch? Mench means like a gentleman, but like gentleman. Oh, like you know, no, no, no. It means like a like a like a. Nah, I'm cool with it. What is gentleman in, for a woman? Like a like what? What would you say? I don't know. Like who? Lady? You, a lady? No, I feel like there's something better than that. I don't know. Anyway, that was great theater right there. Were you? I know. See, look, I'm this sweating like now it. and everything. I mean, geez, Louise. Ariel's drama juices are just oh, like. Oh <laughs> my gosh! Um, he lived for it. Wow. No, it's uh, it's really nice that you come on. You know, I appreciate it. I love having good conversation. And I have great conversations with you. Did he just text you now? No, that's my backyard security. Oh, okay. Uh, well, appreciate that. So we got. So what we established is two more fights after this one. Mm-hmm. Big fights. We don't know when those will be. They could be any time. Mm-hmm. Do they have to be on pay per view or anything like that? I don't think that's doesn't in the matter. Contract. No. And what uh, what do you think we're going to do on Friday? How do you see this playing out? <clears throat> no, it's it's my time. You know, I've worked hard for this. I've I've been disciplined. I've sacrificed. Um, I expect I'm prepared for 25 hard minutes. Um, I'm prepared for a war, but I think that I'm going to go out there and methodically um, make her quit. I think one round at a time, one minute at a time, one exchange at a time, one breath at a time. I'm going to be smart, pick my shots. I- I'm going to get in inside of her head and, and make her think, oh, shit, here it is all over again, the same thing. And then I think I'm going to win by... Uh, KO, TKO, or submission. Jesus. When you break it down like that, it's like somewhat terrifying, I must say. Like you do it in such a cerebral way, in <laughs> such a methodical way. Like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to break. It's uh, it's a different side of you that I think people don't really know. Yeah, I visualize that, you know. I visualize that every night before I go to sleep. I train my mind the same way I train my body. I spend, I spend time thinking about the ways that I'm going to beat my opponents. I spend time thinking about being the best in the world. And my brain sees it and believes it before it even happens. Wow. Well, if you ask me, you're the best. Thanks. You're going to be immortalized. I'm going to fix this. Next yeah. time you come on, if you're ever allowed to come back. Uh, <laughs> I am in charge of me. I appreciate that. You're going to be somewhere here. At this point. The uh, only person a, I answer to is my Mimi. Who's that? Your grandmother? <laughs> my grandmother, my Mimi and my mama. Yeah. Are they coming? No. Oh. No. Mom? My mom's here. Okay. Yeah. Actually, this is the, the 25th is the anniversary of when she had her brain bleed and her stroke. So Your mom? Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. Yeah, so this is a, a big day for her. Is she okay? Yeah, this was in 2019. Okay, but um, she's fully recovered? She's recovered, okay. mostly. 
Um, but this is sort of, that was sort of the start of, you know, then a couple months later, her husband passed away. She was unable to take care of the, this is how I became a mom, basically. Wow. Um, and she, I know that she feels really grateful to be alive and that God blessed her on that day. And I think it's a special day for, for wow. us. Yeah. You're the best, Kayla. You're Thank you best. so much. Good luck to you. Thanks for coming in. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, Good you're Canadian. Oh, no, you're American. No, I'm, I'm oh American God, now. Congratulations, yes. by Look, the way, yeah. my friend. That's awesome. Welcome yeah. to the greatest country in uh, the world. I would argue I'm from the greatest country in the world, but I still like it here. Okay. I still like and it here. Home. Thank you so much and good luck. <laughs> and if you want to extend your trip on Monday, please do stop by. Yeah, probably not, but Okay, perfect. Okay. All there right. she is, Kayla Love Harrison, you. everyone. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I got stuck. You want to help her out, Joe, or uh I, mean, I got it. I got it. I got okay. it. I got it. I got it. There we go. Okay, bye. Kayla, you're the best. Good luck to you. There she is. The best female fighter in the world. The great <laughs> Kayla Harrison joining us. What an interview. What a guest. What a time to be alive. Oh, dear God. There's just so much to love about everything in life right now. Frank? Take care, guys. My PFL friends. Oh, yeah. My thing is down. All right. Frank, you there? Yeah, what's going on? All right, we just have a few more minutes here, Frank. Let's uh, answer the last few questions, and then Let's we got a World Cup read. match to win. Yes, we have to do an ad read. First, a quick word from our good friends over at... I hear uh, Eric in the back. I just don't yeah. want anyone's uh, personal conversations to get out. Uh, <laughs> hey, Ariel, hopefully an intriguing question for you. As I've grown to love the sport over the past three years, can't help but feel a desire to dive deeper in its techniques. It, I've thought a lot about trying out some boxing... I want to know if you experience the same feelings when started to cover MMA. Yes. And I box twice a week now. So I highly suggest you do the same. Hey, Ariel. National Cashew Day is today. Happy National Cashew Day. Wow. This is from Joseph. Throughout the years, your coverage across the sports world has left the best impression on... Who has left the best impression on you, be it a fighter, wrestler, athlete, or manager? I mean, look no further than this guest right here. Kayla Harrison, that's the type of person that you want your kid to have their poster over their bed. So I'm giving it to Kayla Harrison. I mean, is there anything negative that you could say about Kayla Harrison? Legend. No. Right? Correct. Uh, hopefully she's still in the back and heard that. No? Uh, Jamal 2022 or 2020. Ariel, I need some relationship advice. I'm already tired of Christmas. My girlfriend is obsessed. As soon as Halloween was over, the Christmas tree came up. Oh, sorry. We have been listening to the Mariah Carey Christmas album every day, at least once since November 1st. I've asked my girlfriend to give it a rest sometimes, but she said that Christmas makes me happy, makes me rage, can't stand it anymore. Should I break up with my girlfriend or just drink Christmas paint away till January 1st? The latter, my friend, the latter. And last but not least, Ben, a question for a fellow Canadian. Oh, yeah, Canada. I've listened to you since I was in high school. And 10 years later, I'm set to defend my PhD this Friday. Crazy, I know. Defend your PhD. I've lived in Canada, specifically BC, my whole life. But I'll be moving to Boston next year for an exciting job opportunity. Do you have any tips, warnings, advice? Follow your heart, my friend. Also, P.S., 
don't count the days, make the days count. I have written this on my wall and it's kept me going through my final year of PhD. That was my quote at Syracuse. Perfect way to end. Don't count the days, make the days count. But who's counting, my friends? 13,000 days since Canada, my beloved Canada, played in a World Cup match and they are 15 minutes away from breaking that streak as we take down those dastardly red devils from Belgium. I can't wait. I hope you can't wait as well. I'm going to go watch this game. And as Kayla told us, you only live one life. Enjoy these moments. Revel in them. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you're surrounded by loved ones and, and friends and family. And if you don't celebrate, I hope you have a lovely Thursday as well and a lovely weekend. I'll be back on Monday. And hopefully if you're listening to this podcast after the fact or watching this after the fact, you already know that Canada won two to one. Yes. Let's get a rolling. Football's coming home to Canada. Football coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home to Canada. What a great day, my friends. So good to talk to uh, Marlon Marais. It's been a while. So good to talk to Brendan Lockdown. Very warm in here, by the way. I should have uh, thought about this a little more when I had the flannel under the hoodie. The hoodie was just supposed to be like a thing I wore to the studio. I wasn't planning on wearing it for an entire time. But it looks good. Has GC taken off the jersey yet? Yes. Okay. Has he thrown it in the garbage yet? Yes. Perfect. And lit it on fire. No, I framed it to go up in the studio while we watched What is this? Why are you trying to fire me up? I thought we were friends. I thought we were pals. I got my bet on Canada. We're supporting the, uh, the Maple Leafs. If there's one thing you should know about me, and I hope that you knew this already, finances don't mean anything. It's, oh. it's the passion. It's the passion. It's the love. It's where your heart is. And I feel like today you have exposed the fact that your heart is not in the same place as mine. And that hurts. Resides. I, w- I, would, I, would be- I, I would bet on Georgia winning. Not anymore. You said what? England 2-1? How does that make me feel? Well, I'm saying that for great. Being honest. Buttering him up. Yeah, totally buttering him up. 100%. Uh, speaking of which, good luck to Brandon Lockdown. Good luck to Marlon Marais. Good luck to Kale Harrison. What a moment that was on the program earlier. I wish him the best. I wish you the best. I wish everyone the best. Happy Thanksgiving. Go Canada. Back on Monday, St. Time. Please tell this. Peace. I'm out of here. Uh, I do want to let you know that today's program is brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. UFC 300 is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, is giving new customers a shot to turn five buccarinos into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any UFC 300 bet. So uh, there's a lot of close fights. Jamal Hill, Alex Pereira is a close one. Um, One that is of interest to me, Kayla Harrison, Holly Holm going the distance. Um, obviously, Zhang Wei Li is a big favorite. The biggest favorite on the card is actually Bo Nickel against Cody Brundage. That may not be a surprise to you. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting things on this card. And the place to be for it all is DraftKings Sportsbook. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Hour. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DMAR. The crown is yours. Gambling prong call 100Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 
789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resorts in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash mma.com. Yes. Uh, for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources, 